Hello there, everyone. Thank you so much for watching the DayZ podcast. I want to thank all of our Patreon and YouTube supporters for all of their support. It is really much appreciated. I want to thank Malinar, Ken Brown, Tank Dazza, Shane Murphy, Big Dog, Florida AF, and Eric Johnson for our Patreon supporters. Much, much appreciated and much love to you all. And I also want to give a special thank you to our YouTube members, Jake Zero Cool, OG Bricktop, T Dog, Stud Muffin, Hannah Epps, Zenith777, You My Size, Andrew Boyd, Michael. Darkwing Tate, Daisy Hub, Marson P2, Matt Z, Raymond Normoyle, King Alabar, and Kenny Baker. You are all absolutely fantastic. You are absolute legends. Thank you so much for for providing for the show and supporting us in all of our episodes. We really do appreciate it, and we can't wait to see you on the next show, the Daisy Podcast. Hello, everyone. Lad here. This is surreal <laughs> hello uh welcome to episode 103 of the daisy podcast i'm joined by my good friend Dumpgrat and project lemons how are you guys doing well man it's good to it's good to be here finally back after two weeks of downtime but yeah it's gonna be fun yes so. and yourself dump how are you doing bud i'm doing pretty good doing pretty good always fun to be on the podcast Hell yes, hell yes. Uh, unfortunately, not too sure what happened to Archie. Most likely something in his private life came up, but that's okay. That's no problem at all. Dumper is here to fill in the gap. I hope everybody that is watching is doing fantastic. I've already had a fantastic month and I've hope you've been enjoying 1.17. As you can tell, I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm looking forward to speaking with all you guys. Got quite a hefty uh, agenda, um, this podcast. We're going to be talking about quite a few different things. Um, and first off is 117. Guys, what do you think about it? Okay, man. I'll tell you what, a lot happened. A lot <laughs> of stuff that people were kind of expecting, but mm. a lot of cool things for sure. You know, it really showed that the team has grown. They've got a lot of people that are working on the project now compared to about a year ago. So, yeah. oh god, yeah, definitely. Shit. Yeah, 100%. So, it just shows that there's a lot more coming and it mm -hmm. paves the path for what's possible in the future. So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I was I was really happy with this update, but what about yourself, Dom? Cuz I mean, I know you've been you've been quite busy since uh 117, haven't you? Uh yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm really happy with this update and uh, I'll clearly state why. It was one of the best balance updates between introducing more PvP content as well as more emphasis on survival and adding content into every other asset of the game. So I really like this update because not only did we get more different tripods, we got uh, cooking damage, which, you know, that's another issue for a second. Yeah. But um, we also got all these other cool things. And then we also got, like, two new weapons and, like, buy a broom on fire come on how cool is that kind of stuff <laughs> i mean to be fair i mean yeah i was we kind of knew from our speculation that the cr 550 was going to come out which is absolutely brilliant still wondering why they didn't include the four round mag i know um people in the podcast discord were talking about that so it was, it was a bit weird but it was a really really nice addition absolutely loved that thing um, checked out the new Niznoi. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I, I thought it was uh, DLJ, just uh, amazing. <laughs> absolutely, I love that amazing. fucking spot. I absolutely love it. I, one of the things I really it, like. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say one of the things I really like about the new Niznoi uh, change is that 
you almost don't even notice the change in elevation. It's almost like seamlessly made into it, which is really nice because Niznoi used to have kind of a steeper incline off the coast itself, right? You would mm-hmm. go up a hill, go down a little bit, then go back up. But now it seems like you go up a hill and then like you gradually go up into the mountains, into that forested area above it now on the west. Mm-hmm. And I just love that, how like it's almost... If you never knew about it, you would not know Niznoi was any different than the previous patches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I can kind of agree with that. Yes, it's um, I mean the the location itself is more is more one to one with its real life location, which you know it's just a really nice touch of detail. But what I really really liked is uh, it's the railway part of the town, you know, with the tunnels and and well the bridges I should say. It was it was just a really 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 nice touch. And just with that short amount of time, it really does prove that they have the right people for the job doing what they need to do. And they know what they need to do. It just proves it. And it's really, really nice to see. Um, yeah, for I, sure. Did you guys manage to check out the new castle in on Livonia? Yeah, it, um, it's pretty cool. I like how they actually implemented a feature for it so they have the helmet spawn at that location only. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Um, I'd like to see if they do this in the future for more locations. So having like location-specific items would be a pretty cool thing, and it would open the path for a lot more kind of like survival or roleplay type things. And with the lore of the game, mm-hmm. so seeing what direction they go with that's going to be really cool. But both both Niznoi and um, the new castle just the atmosphere in them. That's the big thing I was always concentrating on because. A lot of the older stuff that you see with like the original builds, mm-hmm. it look some of them look very flat or two D in a sense. But when you see these newer builds, they kind of have like a like a depth and an atmosphere, and it feels very three D, like it's popping out at you. That's that's one of the yeah. first things that came to my mind when I was mm-hmm. thinking about that. Yeah, I mean, I I remember um, Marks uh, and Archie and I and um, DLJ as well. We tried to we tried to get to. Um, tried to get to the new the new point of interest the new castle and eventually we did get there and we did find the new helmet which was it was actually quite a nice little quite a nice little item to find and it's not a bad melee weapon from what i saw in warbo's video um just just to quickly say is the audio a little bit too quiet for everybody in chat just want to make sure um let us know if it needs to be upped there is no Twitch channel, um, well, Twitch stream for this time. There was some issues with multi-streaming, unfortunately, so we're, we're only doing YouTube for this time. Uh, okay, I will quickly up the Discord. There you go. Okay, that's uh, let us know how it goes. Keep us updated, guys. Um, Want to make sure I get this right for you. Uh, but yeah, so there was a bit of an issue with the multi-streaming, so we're only doing YouTube for now. Um, I'll keep you guys updated in the podcast Discord when the multi-streaming will be back up properly. Sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, no, but yeah, no, the, the, the point of interest was really, really cool. And I like uh, what I really liked about it is that it was a good... I feel it was a really good location for expanding the lore that was set up by Scotty last year in the 114 update because it's the same location as... Um, or at least roughly the same location as the Yellow King section in that little teaser. Um, so... It's on the uh, tour map. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. 
Um, I'll just con I'll just up the. Audio I think the uh, I think your stream's audio is low because I'm listening to it now. You're quite quiet. Um, I'll just con I'll just. Up the okay. I think, the, uh, I think your stream's audio is low because. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. You're quite quiet. <laughs> right. Okay. No problem at all. Yeah. Can you tell us my first time? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so 117. Let's see if I can get the patch notes for, for you guys. So if anybody, for whatever reason, doesn't know, then we can have a look there and see what is what. Yeah, amazingly enough, uh, I was not able to visit the castle in Livonia myself. But one thing I love about what they did with making the helmet only spawn there is something that I've been a big proponent of in servers is mm -hmm. give server uh, players a reason to travel the server. Putting everything in, you know, s simple locations gives them no reason to walk around. And I love that this update did that with Livonia. Yeah. With that help. Well, that's it. It was. It was to go visit. There, yeah, there was definitely a lot more reasons to go in other places, and um, I was I was really really happy with it. So the weapons that were added. CR550 Savannah Rifle, the Longhorn Pistol, the P1 Pistol, that's not too bad, I quite like that gun, but it's no Red 9. The Craftable Spear, the, bo the Bone and Stone Head variant, I know Dump you've been talking about your own little spin on that, so I'm excited to see how you go with that. The, the Pitchfork, Craftable Bone Knife, Cleaver, Meat Tenderizer, Kitchen Timer, Craftable Fireplace Stand, Brooms can be lit and used as a torch, which we've talked about before. Improvised clothes, improvised rope uh, belt, improvised gas mask filter, which I was quite I was quite surprised when they teased that first off. Um, but I was really happy when they added the gas mask the gas mask filters can be refilled. I was really, really happy with that. The sensitivity settings, which I do want to talk about. I've been seeing a few things on the console side about that, about some issues. Um, so Project Lemons, if you're able to elaborate a little bit more on that. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty bad. <laughs> um, it, was, it was a lot worse when it first released. So mm -hmm. what the issue was is um, when they first released the update, there was an issue. It must have been something with the settings. But um, when you would try to change the actual camera sensitivity, it wouldn't change and it would stay at one value. So if you had it all the way to the bottom or all the way to the top, it would still stay at the same sensitivity. The only way to fix that was if you plugged in a uh, keyboard and mouse. So if you, a lot of people who play on console don't even have one of those either, so they're usually right. using the controller. So a lot of people were uh, not too not too impressed about that. But um, I believe four days ago, uh, three days ago, they just re released a patch that just fixed it. Right. Which okay. yeah, which completely fixed the issue, and it was very good to see that because we had that problem, then we had the vehicle issue as well. So right. Yeah. So all that's been fixed now, so we can actually sensitivity that's supposed to be used with the new update and it's <laughs> yeah. awesome awesome to see the new functionality that we have with like the ads and the like the up down movement it reminds me a lot of um siege like rainbow six siege because they have a very right. in-depth um customization when it comes to like uh aim settings so uh -huh. good to see that kind of stuff because it gives more flexibility and freedom to the player and one thing i've noticed that bohemia is really trying to do now is make the game a lot more inclusive for people and give them more options for what works the best for them in their situation. Yeah. So, I've kind of noticed that. Um, it was something I noticed in the experimental when it was out, and I, th I think we talked about it in the 102nd episode, is that um, the old mechanic of when you double tap, double tap Alt and it locks your, your camera, 
um, so well, so you can move your camera without moving your character. I was really glad that they re-added that, and I can only imagine that'd be really, really useful for the console folks. Um, how how else has one seventeen been received on console? Obviously, apart from the sensitivity issues, it's been generally positive, hasn't it? Oh, really positive. Um, a lot of stuff has really blown the minds of people on console because been kind of dry there you know especially yes. considering the fact that we don't have the same stuff with the modding or the custom content with the steam workshop but this brought a lot for the people and it gave them a new reason to play on official again because mm -hmm. so many people play on community on console where official is ultimately pretty phased out and they're very it's very small in regards to population for some of its servers so yes the day that uh, 1.17 dropped there were so many full and high pop servers on official, and it was really nice to see that. So, it, one other yes. big thing that happened too, mm -hmm. yeah. But um, one other big thing that happened too that they didn't really touch upon was they added new modding capabilities for console in oh. their temperature. So they've given us a new entry in the um, gameplay.json file, the CFG gameplay file, mm -hmm. and we can actually modify the minimum and maximum temperatures in certain areas across the map now. Right. I know we, we were talking about that yesterday, and um, just earlier I actually messed around with it, and I set all the temperatures to negative 100, <laughs> and I died about five minutes into the run on the test server. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chinaris got a bit of a fucking <laughs> bloody hell. But no, yeah, but, that's, but that's, that's, really, that's really bloody cool. That's absolutely yeah, awesome. And like I was saying to you, it's it's showing that they're really trying to work hard to give us more flexibility of what we can mod for the game. And it's not going to ever be the true modding that you see on PC where people well, yeah, are adding course, in custom yeah. resources and assets and stuff. But it's giving us more freedom with how we want to tell our story, how we want to build our server for our players. So it's going to be nice to see that. I know a lot of people who have like Milsim servers are going to appreciate yeah. the fact that they can turn the heat up. Because a lot of the people wear like the patrol jackets and the patrol, patrol <laughs> pants and it doesn't really work too well for that kind of stuff so yes <laughs> no well, well that's it that's that's fair enough what that what on earth was that in the background <laughs> roommate sorry all oh, right okay I was, I was wondering there for was that was that a secret alert boy you set up what the hell was that <laughs> <laughs> but uh no but yeah i mean it's it's really cool that we're seeing um stuff for the console side i mean obviously i can you know the pc side also gets that but it's it's really cool that the console folks they get more of these capabilities to mess around the service to make it a little bit more unique to be more accommodating for uh, especially the pvp servers which you know when i've done pvp and I'm, i don't wear like the right clothes and that gets cold and the aim it's just yeah. all over the place it's an absolute piss take so it's really yeah. really cool that you're able to up that and I can only assume that would be really, really helpful for stuff like Winter Chinaris, uh, Cold Chinaris, and stuff like that. So that's that's really, really dope to dope to hear. Um, yep. Even on even on PC, that the servers were just they were popping, they were absolutely popping, and they were that full, and there was like so many queues. They struggled. <laughs> they absolutely struggled, which is both a good and bad thing. It's really good because it's like a newfound, to me, it's like a newfound appreciation. We've got a lot more people coming in and it shows the bad side because it's like, yeah, maybe these servers aren't the best kind of, <laughs> best kind of ones, but um, it was just, re it was a nice, 
change to see how well the the update came around and how positively it's affected the community and mm. it and really brought it, everyone together yeah and it, it was a smooth update as far as i'm aware it, mm. compared to 116 you know which the first ability update of every year is always a bit rocky to say the least but it was this nice smooth... they learned a lot you know they, they licked yeah. their wounds from the last update and they kind of did it a lot better um absolutely i'm glad absolutely. they did the wipe that was all appropriate you know like we were saying in with um red falcon on that episode mm-hmm. just imagine all the underground bunkers they would have had oh. of people's bases if they were building nizna <laughs> oh yes oh lord <laughs> And it was it was really really awesome to see as well that Daisy reached a new record. It was fantastic. Let's see if For I can. Sure, on PC and console as well. I I don't know the console numbers. I, I never mind. Never managed to find a, s- a solid amount. Did you Did you manage to find one? Um, so we don't have a specific counter, but I can say for sure that um, one thing that we usually track to gauge the popularity of games on Xbox specifically is the looking for group posts, because Xbox has a little system in the menu where you can make group posts and looking for group posts together members to play with you. It's an interesting little system, and usually the popular games will have upwards of like 500 to 1,000, or like the lower games will have like 20, and the day 1.17 dropped, um, the Xbox version of Daisy, I think, was sitting around 400, 100 nice. to 500 group posts, and usually they only have about 100. So, definitely a big change. And like I was saying before, with the uh, population, it went, it soared on the official servers. Oh, yes. And there was a lot of people going absolutely nuts about it. And that could be in part because of the wipe as well. So, uh-huh. do, do you was... think. Do you think, though, that we'll actually reach that mythical 60k? Maybe. You know, it's it's chipping away at it, and hmm. it's been like that for a while. We, like, it goes through periods where it will jump up really high and kind of plateau a little bit and then start to dip down a bit. But progressively, we are still going in an upwards trend. Yes. So eventually, hopefully, fingers crossed, it will get up to that 60. But I mm-hmm. think that the rate that the developers are releasing updates now and at the quality it's going to do it really fast because they're releasing new content fast good and they're 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 being a lot more active with the community and that is in part because recently they had their team grow they had expansion on that side at bohemia so just good to see that they're giving the uh game a lot more love and i'm i'd imagine a lot of the people and the players are loving that as well so looking forward to seeing what they have in the future well, sure. hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, what what do you think, Dom? Like, do you, do you think we're gonna get that sixty k? Uh, based off the numbers over the past, I would say two years. Yes, mm. I mean we're in an upward trend. As long as Daisy keeps producing um, amazing updates, as well as being with Scotty being their uh, uh, social guy, being a lot more, uh, I guess, transparent slash social. I think yeah. we're gonna keep going well. Um, I mean, even basic uh, math. Right now shows within the past twenty four hours we've had over forty six thousand people playing right yeah and our all time high is fifty eight thousand that's like I think only a fifteen percent drop from the highest peak so 
that's definitely better than it was last time when we had our last highest peak. <laughs> yes. And one thing I noticed as well when when I was looking, it was like it peaked and, you know, we got that we got that major peak. And then it's kind of, yes, it's dropped a little bit, but it's maintained. It hasn't gone like drastically down. It has stayed at the same main level across the board. So I can only assume, you know, once 118 comes out, you know, that's going to skyrocket again. The sales are going to come back in. People's going to get it at a good deal. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get more people in the community, which is something that I'm excited for, for everybody across the board, not only PC, but the console folks. And yeah, well, it's really cool talking about people coming in from coming in and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a larger international player base than there mm-hmm. has ever been before. And it's not necessarily Europe and America anymore. It's Brazil and a lot of other places oh, are rising up in population, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a very diverse community now. And like, even if you just take a look at the Daisy uh, Twitch, like the uh, category, there's tons of people. And I've seen a lot of like uh, Korean uh, Twitch streamers as well start to pick up the game. And it's really cool to see that. Mm-hmm. And we've just had an influx of so many people coming together and building such an amazing community that it's really awesome to see that this is happening. Oh yes, and it just goes to show, like, if this is what's happening right now, imagine where Daisy's gonna be a year from now, two years from now. You know, like, there's gonna be, if it, if it like, knock on wood, of course, but if it continues building this amazing community, we could see so much happen. You know, I I bloody well hope so. <laughs> I really, really do. Now that they've been they've been doing absolutely great, and I, and I know you know with the, with the first update know what the alarm clock it was a bit like what's what's the point like what what's the idea of this and you know with the kitchen timer you know if people do use it you know it can be used actually properly especially with the cooking obviously you know because that's what it's intended for um and it is really cool to see the old legacy content come in because for the pc guys it's like it's old content coming back that we used to always use but for the console folks it is just completely brand new stuff which is absolutely great. It's it's really it's yep. a you know yeah sure you, people can have the grievances about the old content being removed for you know points uh point six three and one point oh and above, but the matter the fact is is that it's completely coming back. It's coming back, yeah, and you know one day we will get our red nine, we will. Yeah, and, and like we were talking about <laughs> when um when they when they did the engine change from um utility mm. to the infusion hybrid broke a lot of the mechanics and the functionality of the game, you know, and because Daisy wasn't always the big team it is now, yeah. Only had a few people that could only they could only spread themselves so thin. But they had to prioritize certain things and just unfortunately a lot of the old vehicles or the items or stuff like that just couldn't be worked on or seen through. And that's why if you look at their old like twenty sixteen Trello page, there's a lot of stuff just sitting in there building like dust but mm-hmm. because just couldn't do it you know if they were if they were to concentrate on doing that stuff it'd still be like backlogged by three up three or four updates you know and it's it might not even be playable right now you know Mm -hmm. so they had to focus all their time their resources their developers on making the game at least functional after that engine change because if they didn't they wouldn't have a game to play on so (laughs) that's it that's that's exactly right um and i in in Kobe as well, I I do hope that we do see more legacy weapons come back, and yes, I know people are always going about the balls and that, but I do genuinely hope that they do come back, um, 
you know, especially for not only the console folks, but the modding side, it would be really, really cool sure. to have access to those kind of animations and systems so we can create our own stuff. I know, Dump, in the past, you've you've made your own, um, your own imp- like, improvised crossbow, I guess you could say, and having something like a, like, the crossbow animations and all that systems in, oh, that'll be oh, so nice to see. But... What's promising too with that as well is because they've promised this year that they're focusing more on civilian items, mm-hmm. we've already seen with the Savannah rifle that it's not specifically just civilian like town items, but it's also civilian like hunting items. Oh, yes. So we could see a lot more hunting items, hunting weapons. Especially considering last update before this, we had like the tripwire traps and stuff like that. And there's like the hunting, the snare traps. Mm-hmm. So they're having a bigger emphasis on the survival and the hunting because yeah. a lot of the time you're just scavenging for stuff. You're not really hunting. Like I'm not, I don't usually find myself going into the forest trying to hunt. It really, it really comes down to the player as well because some people try to focus on that and make that their run in the game. Yes. Other people are just kind of, they go through towns, they rob people, they mug people, they want that interaction. So it depends on what the player wants to do. And that's the beautiful thing about Daisy because its whole purpose is for you to build your own story. So I'm looking forward yeah. to, as they saw on the roadmap, adding more environmental items that interact with the map. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with that. And it's just going to be fun to see all this new work being done. Oh, well, I mean, definitely. Definitely. It's. I do have high hopes. I mean, I'm always going to still be kind of like, not I guess not skeptical, but still kind of like reserved for the new content updates. Um, because yes, you know, we, we you know we talk a lot of positivity about Daisy and the team, and we know we do understand how the development process can be, but at the same time, we've got to hold our reservations. Um, and keep them held to account essentially that's that's the method like the methodology and mindset that i have i mean you guys you guys are i would imagine you're you're different a little bit what about you what about you dump i know we've talked about it quite a few times in the past oh i i tend to not being a modder for daisy i have a lot more appreciation for what effort goes into stuff at the Mm -hmm. same time I treat it like my brother, keep him at arm's distance, but if something good happens and they seem to be receptive to us, I'm welcome with open arms, right? Right. It's all about not getting your hopes up so high that you feel let down when they don't deliver. It's about being realistic about your expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's, and that's the main thing. And this update, you know, we, we, you know, we spoke to it quite a bit in length already, but it kind of proves, um, you know, that the, the team, uh, you know they listen. You know the, f- the feedback tracking and, and on social media, they listen, and and that's always that's always really nice to see. It's 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 such a welcome change to how they used to be after point six three, which the communication it wasn't the best. It it was you know it is what it is. Um, yeah, they're really trying now. They're really always. trying to show the community that they've stepped up and they're coming up to play and they want to dish something out to us that's good that's presentable and they want people who may have been a part of the game back in the day mm-hmm. see it's happening there's stuff being done and they're trying to in that dream that mm-hmm. we saw back in the day with those roadmaps that 2016 trello page where they're they're trying to show us that there's a future for the game and there's yeah. more to come soon so and it's it's funny because you know with 117 there's been new stuff going on in the community and something I really want to talk about as well is um 
pardon me, the nerves. Um, it's the point six two server that was um, brought out by the one. And did you did you guys play it? I'm, I mean, Project Lemons, I'm not too sure because you never really played Legacy, did you? Uh, not too much. Mm. I was did play off and on back in the day, but it was more so during Arma. So there was different stuff from when it went from Arma to like the uh, later updates. So I kind of took a bit of a break from it, but I did have a chance to check out the server. Um, luckily, I was using GeForce now, which I know you said we're going to talk about later. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got to say, it's cool to look at its past. You know, I know for, for a lot of games, taking being able to look at what it was before just even solidifies that point even more. Mm -hmm done so much and so much has changed and not necessarily for the bad but for the good in the sense that so much new content you know we may have lost stuff from that time but overall thing is it's growing mm -hmm. it's becoming better it's becoming newer and it's becoming like brand new ip yeah. because one thing one thing someone told me back in the day is you could you can have a rusty car and you can put wax on it and it'll be good you know but if you get a new car and you give it a new paint job and you put that wax on it, it'll look even better. And it it really looks like they're trying to put that new paint job in the game. You know, they're not just trying to put lipstick on a piece of poo. So hey, I'm really hey. not wrong with that. <laughs> not wrong with that. Oh no, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, it's good to see that. It's good yeah, to it see is. that they're trying really hard because it's they're not just trying to throw us what we want just to shut us up. They're trying to really go above and beyond, make this game full ip and not just some always in development beta sort of mm. thing you know so yes what uh, what did you think about the the this the release of this point six two server dump i think it was a good reminder to us nostalgic folks uh i also believe it was a great reminder to the people who never played legacy who thought legacy was better that Legacy had a lot of issues, and it had a lot of beauty to it, but like Lemons was saying, I'm glad they're not trying to polish a turd. Um, <laughs> I really am glad yes. that we got a new engine. We have, we're moving forward. Yes, is the game a little bit more different? Maybe a lot more different? Yes, but I feel the move that they did was the correct one, and that .62 may rest its soul, uh, may, may continue in other forms. Like, uh, mm. when I watched you, Lad, and some other people stream it, because I didn't actually play on it. Yeah. Because I have nostalgia, and that's what I want it to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree. You know, the birds and all that ambience was amazing, and some of the other some of the other mechanics. But I would say almost 85% of Legacy? No. I'm sorry. No. Having no. to push a V to watch my guy literally put his knees up to his head to walk over a fence? No. Fuck that. Not being See, able to it's... rotate items? No. Oh, mate, that, right. <laughs> that, that fucked me over. I completely, <laughs> I completely forgot about that and it completely messed us up. It was like, oh my God. I, see, I enjoyed point six two going back to it it was really nice to to get that feeling back again. You know, the, the ambience, you know, like, you know, talking about the bird sounds, the wind sounds and just the overall feel, but, and... Yes, going into the modern DayZ, yes, it's kind of lost a part of itself, right? It's I feel that way, and I'm pr I'm pretty sure other people do as well. You know, it's it's lost a part of itself going th going forward, and it is a shame, but 
that weekend was a stark reminder. It was like, yes, 0.62 was a, was a good update. There was a lot of stuff to do back then. But it was trash. <laughs> it was trash. It was, it was terrible comparing to what we've got now. And, you it know, the inclusivity. Well, being yeah. suffering with that because <laughs> the old versions of Daisy always had a stigma back in the day where people would say that you had to type a whole essay just to jump, you know, or do something <laughs> simple like that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're not wrong. They're not. They're not wrong. Yeah. To be fair, all things like the considered. pictures, like the Matrix when they're plugging into the Matrix, you know, and stuff like that. But <laughs> I feel like it, there is a true side to that, and they've come a long way to make it easier for the end player who may not have that experience from arma you know because yeah not everyone who plays this game are hardcore people there's a lot of casual people especially now that play the game and to just be able to do stuff that would take a lot more work to do before mm -hmm. it's really good and it's really good to see that they're trying to break it down for us as well so oh, oh yes and hello. speaking about you know 0.62 and, and old stuff hello Vordog. you're doing all right you're doing all right Good lad, good lad. Let's see if I can turn you up a little bit for the for the stream there. Yeah, so I was I was made aware that you discovered some old unused animations, and I would love for you to showcase them. I can do it uh, now. <laughs> let me go ahead and pull up Workbench. I guess we can. Yes, yeah, certainly. Share. So, I don't think I have permission to share screens, but we'll see. No, well, I I can see it. It's all it's all good. Okay. So, how so? How did you find these animations? I mean, I assume that they were just they were just kind of there, just for you to see. But I I knew um, I knew I knew about the the old uh, infected uh, slamming themselves against the door because that was something that they touted way way back the when. But the inventory one you showed off. That was a genuine surprise to me. Well, I've I've kind of known about these for uh, quite a while and haven't really spoke about them. I did a concept back in 2019 with the inventory one, but okay. it wasn't so great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kind of gave up on it after a while. I, I just uh -huh. wasn't there in terms of skill at that point. Um, I had a lot to learn. I've, I've learned a lot oh, since yes. 2019. Mm -hmm. like it's been a ridiculous amount. Um, I don't know. Most of the stuff was just me looking around in scripts. I found a very interesting looking comment and uh, I took upon that to follow it down and just kind of nice. went down a rabbit trail of, oh, there's all these animations just that are in game but never used. It's, um, it's, it's so strange. Like, going through all that time and effort to, to make these animations and end up not including, do, do you think they'll ever actually... Do you think they'll ever actually include them? Let's see where obviously uh, Workbench is having an issue, as per fucking yeah, usual. Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it's uh, an actual issue or not. Yes. Yeah, so um, jump in. Um, like we were talking about Lad. Mm. There's a lot that there's a lot that goes on in Bohemia. You know, Daisy isn't just their only project, and they've That's like true. we've seen before. We've got a ton of developers that are coming or going or are being shifted, uh, like b between different projects. So. The old team back in the day, there are so many people who have either either left the studio or have shifted to different positions and they like gone up the food chain, you know, so they had to abandon some of the work that they put into the game. Mm -hmm. And 
some for some of it at least there could be these gems that are just hiding out that the new team they're working on it just may not be aware of you know oh yeah especially with this inventory animation because even you like didn't even know this was a thing and it's just goes to show that if we get community attention for it it could shine a light on it so they could see oh wow this is a thing that we have what (laughs) (laughs) and it could give them it could give them that incentive to maybe pursue something with it even if it's not actually adding that in Mm -hmm. maybe working on something similar you know creating their own assets that are like that you know or new new revitalized ones right it it would be really really nice to see if we can get these kind of animations like into vanilla um but I'm, i'm not too at the same time i'm not too sure but i think it'll be really really cool is is this it uh yeah so we're sitting in here um so I'll try to explain how this stuff was found. Okay, no, go, go for it. Go through some scripts to figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. There's also some animation stuff we can go down to. Yes. And NIMS. Yeah, because I've, I've dabbled in a little bit of animations, but nothing to like the extent of what you found here. More, more so like doing stuff with like weapons and, and the guns and stuff. Um, which is, you know, pretty basic, all things considered for modding. So I was very, I guess you could say, excited to see something like this come around. And uh, I wonder if there's anything, anything more that they've, that they've decided to hide away, like the naughty boys. I've actually are. brought this up to. Um, let's see if we can find this here. There it is. Um, I've brought this up to CZN, um, and I asked them if if I was to finish something like this, would we could I present it to BI just to add into vanilla? Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a very massive uh, game changing mechanic that w- would of course change interactions as a whole and yes, just completely change it <laughs> entirely. And yeah. uh, he told me it wasn't up to him to decide. <sighs> <laughs> and then he, of course, mentioned um, Sumrak. So. Right, of course, yeah, yeah. Let's even go through this a little bit. So, uh, with animations, it's kind of um, I don't I don't know too much behind this. Mario mm-hmm. knows way more oh, behind oh, this God, than yes. I do. Yes, yeah. And I kind of pick I've kind of picked his mind and tried to do the bare minimum of asking him questions because I would like to figure this stuff out because I think yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he gave me some tips and pointers on how to how to do things inside Workbench, mm-hmm. and I went ahead and found this animation in game. It's under an, uh, a player uh, actions animation graph. Right. So this gives us information about the type of animation that we're looking for. So this one would be search inventory erect. And it's got mm-hmm. an action ID of twenty one. So we can take that and put it into the game. And of course, stance would be zero, which would be erect. Yes. Um, I've already got a player sitting here, uh, ready to do whatever we want with it. Since that animation itself is under an action, we would have to pass that through. Um, right. The CMD command action. action. Yeah. Okay. So we'll come over to uh, integer value and give it a value of twenty-one, and then tell it to play, which is just a little check mark. Oh. It goes through this little animation <laughs> of searching. Um. It took me a minute to like really decide that if this is going to work or not, because mm-hmm. I didn't know uh, at the time 
that it was going to be like a full additive. So anything like if you're holding a weapon, uh, that yes. is an additive type animation. And if you stack additive animations, they, they blend together. Yes. And they just look nice. So you can stick weapons in there. I, I'm pretty sure everyone's seen that Twitter post. It, it blew up mm -hmm. more than what I was expecting it to do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, oh. I, I saw it on Twitter, and I, and I think I, I saw it, it, was, it might have been in the DayZ Modders Discord, I'm not too sure, um, but it was, it was really, it was really cool to see something like, like this can be found, and even better that it can be implemented, but if it's implemented, won't that cause, oh, hello, Dab, won't that cause any um, further issues with um, other mods that may have uh, animations included because I know there's a bit of a limitation isn't there right now there is a limitation but to a certain extent since right. this is already implemented into the player animation graph I'm not modding anything in terms of animations itself I'm just taking right. what's already given with us inside game and I'm kind of just implementing it behind mm. the game so any other mods that add animations in that don't directly modify the player stuff then yes it'll, it'll work just fine Mm -hmm. If people add in animations for like chickens, turkeys, or whatever they yes. they're, they're happy with, they can do that as their own, as in adding in new types of stuff. I, I I'm not the best, <laughs> not the best person to ask this type of question. <laughs> no, of course. But I know course, to a certain no. extent that this isn't gonna mess with any other mods. Um, right. I'm just taking an action that already exists inside game and then giving it scripted logic. Essentially switching it on, you know, in, yeah. in layman's terms. That's that's pretty that's pretty fucking cool I'm not gonna as lie. simple as it sounds it's not as simple no no <laughs> especially it, it the route was. i wanted to go down you yes. can take a very simple route to it but this is what i did in 2019 and it just didn't mm -hmm. work too well so right. it caused a lot of desync but the, the route i've taken now and where it sits today um it's a lot better it's not mm -hmm. complete and i've already messed a few things up within this last <laughs> update for the experimental stuff so i I'm not going to showcase it, but no, of course, I've already no, showcased no. it in game on Twitter. If you get, want to check it out there, um, yes, but certainly. Same thing for the zombie animations, though. Those also are already in game, so I don't have to change anything again to add this stuff. But it's a lot more work for me to do than anything else. Mm -hmm. um, as as you know about Infusion AI, EAI, um, there's a mod out there that adds spots in the games. Yes. And Rowlin and Jacob and I believe Lava has have actually worked a lot to expanding and broadening out how those types of command handling is done. And I think nice. I'm going to be using them as homework um, to implement something like this to take animations for uh, the zombies currently and give them actions in a way and path graph to you if you're inside a building to really bust down some doors and change Mm -hmm. gameplay as a whole again because <laughs> zombies currently they just stand outside and they yeah, wait it's around bit, it's, yeah it's, it's just a bit uh, like too it's they don't too seem like a threat easy. to anybody yeah yeah exactly they're too easy whereas if the, if there's actual animations and a system in play where you, even if you are inside a building there's still a genuine threat that you still have to prepare for which i feel and I'm, I hope other people feel as well, is something that's missing from DayZ is that level of danger that is, from a PvE element, at least. Yeah, for sure. And 
one thing that a lot of people haven't realized yet too is with if they were to add in these animations or like the whole um door interaction system yeah you wouldn't be able to lock zombies into houses anymore <laughs> yeah so if you if you brought zombies into a garage or something close the door and you're walking away oh yeah i got all those zombies in there and then you just see them tackle the door open i would lose it man i'd be out of there <laughs> leaving the game closing it on steam you know i'd be gone <laughs> It, it will change a lot, you know, if I, and this is like speaking loosely, if this ever was pursued at like a development level, you know, it would change everything for a lot of people and it would become a lot more scarier game because zombies would be that threat that they are supposed to be. They're these raging, these rage filled, ravenous zombies like what we had in like the uh, Left 4 Dead franchise. Yeah. You know? these, these animations. It'll be interesting to see with what they do with it because. It does, like I was saying to you, remind me a lot of some of the way the zombies interact in Left 4 Dead. Yeah. And it would be cool to see if they really honed in on that kind of stuff. Because, like, in Left 4 Dead, there's um, idle animations for zombies, too, where they'll be, like, hunched over, vomiting on the ground. Or they'll be walking around, punching other zombies. And it's it's just cool to see stuff like that playing in the wild. Because they, it's not just all one static animation. There's, like, there's some sort of dynamic sense for it. And there's... it it's that whole thing of expanding the atmosphere of the game as yeah. well. So, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just sitting here and I'm admiring these animations. I'm, I'm <laughs> just still trying to figure out why they were never implemented. Cause it's, it's, you would think that there would at least be one or two or something like that. That would have been added at this point. Cause I, I like I said before, I, I know that they, they kind of tease them like years ago so i wonder why it was never done maybe something to do with like and say internals you know if, yeah. if if the team changes uh different team leads have different ideas they have different uh priorities mm -hmm. so what one group may have been focusing on for their time when they were all working on the game they were moved to a different project and a new team came in have complete like there will be a baseline of what they're working on but there will be yeah. different end goals with that team so maybe they just didn't think whoever's working on it right now or back when it was out at that time maybe they just uh, didn't think it was a priority at that time you know especially because they've been working on functionality for the game a lot recently so yeah not one of those things that's gonna kill the game or make it better or anything but it's it's something that would be a, be a good quality of life thing and Unfortunately, a lot of quality of life things will have to kind of wait because they're really, at least now, they're really trying to, with the current team, focus on making the game a more playable state so they can lay the groundwork or the foundation and the groundwork mm -hmm. for stuff like this to happen. Because they've said that they've said that before, you know, with the past updates, they've said that they're just trying to make, they're trying to build that foundation. And what I always say to people is. If you if you build a house off a crappy foundation, it's gonna crumble, you know. Yes, but if you easily. if you go through and you make that, if you lay the new concrete, if you make that good foundation, I'm not really much of a house builder, so I, I don't know how <laughs> true this anatomy is. But if, if you build that if you build that foundation, and that house you build will stand there forever. It's not gonna it's not gonna fall in on itself. And that's mm -hmm. really what they're trying to do now is they're trying to build up that platform so that the game won't fall in on itself. So we don't have like desync issues. Yeah. Just imagine that man, a day when we don't have desync issues. That'll, ne <laughs> that'll never fucking happen. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's coming to that point of they're trying to focus really hard right now on building up that future so that even if these guys 
have to peace out and go and work on a different project or they seek new pastures with a different game, there will be a foundation for the future teams to work on and build off of so that we can see stuff like this in the future. Mm -hmm. and we can see a lot more stuff like this in the future. So, yeah, that's the way I think about it. It's, it's, pre it's a pretty interesting, it's, it is a pretty interesting thought. And, you know, hopefully in the future we do get to see this kind of stuff um, implemented properly. But what do you, what do you guys think, uh, Dom Grand Dab? What do you, what do you guys think? More tweaks. Right there. <laughs> more tweaks. More tweaks. We need more tweaks, yes. boys. <laughs> simple, simple game tweaks. I think are probably my favorite kind of mod right now. Is it's just like if you get if you have a simple idea, like for instance, what I was working on the other day, which mm -hmm. I'm about to publicize, is um, when you pick up stackable items from the ground when you double click on it, it mm -hmm. will automatically try to it will cert it will first try to find that stackable item in your inventory and then it will stack to that <laughs> first. And then put it in your inventory. Like stuff, like simple things like that are like, they're easy. It's, well, okay, not necessarily easy because it did take me like two hours, but <laughs> it ended up being like, it ended up being like five lines at the end. Yes. And uh, it could be like copy pasted into every server, like very, very easily. See that it's, it's, oh, I remember that fucking animation. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's, it's stuff like that, which is like, it's the it's the little quality of life adjustments that Daisy kind of needs. It's like, yeah, sure, the, these big content updates, you know, new weapons, new locations, and, you know, they're, they're absolutely great and they're wonderful to see. But to have the little things come in to make the, the playable experience more better for all sides, it's, it's something that I think needs to get a little bit more focus on. You know, like you said, it's, you know, it's five lines, so it's like... I wonder why it's never been particularly done before. Um, it's 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 incredibly strange, but it's it's still awesome to see that stuff like that is getting even on the community side. It's getting made. But Dump, what do you think? You've been been a bit quiet, me lad. I've just been listening and absorbing what he's been doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what's cool about this is I'm pretty sure as you noticed, lad, and so is incremental dab because your guys are fellow modders, is these yeah. animations are pretty polished. He was making them move, and they were still doing the animations. It wasn't like yeah. a standing animation only or possible slight crouching animation. Like, they had full movement to them and everything, yeah. you know, like running into the door, all that kind of stuff. And that's what's impressing me, is that these are actually fully finished animations. Um, as you will know, lad, I've dabbled into making my own animations yes, and yeah. stopped working on it because of... Mario's work, uh, waiting for it to be so I can make it so, you know, We're because right in. now you can't put in custom <laughs> animations to players yes. without another mod overriding it, right? Yeah. Um, so I was just waiting for that, but like this is really cool. This is this is um, a lot of work. I didn't even know Master Control existed, so it's really cool to see this stuff. It's where everything runs through is through the Master Control. This is where all the I guess the sub-state systems go through. You have your mm -hmm. vehicle and animations and. Uh, your regular action swimming, everything goes through this, and then there you have your sub, uh, sub graphs for everything else. Yeah. Which fall within inside the master control. It's just easier for me to use the master control because it doesn't create wonky animations. That's oh, it. Yeah. And I'd imagine it's more. E well, is it more easier to understand as well? Um, for me, I don't, this isn't really something I use other than yeah. something just a view. Um, because right. in game it's. 
the stuff is already there. It's just understanding what type of action it is, uh, what mm -hmm. kind of animation it is, and how to use it. Um, that's just really about it for me. I don't use this stuff. This is beyond me right. uh, and ever wanting to get into. <laughs> All the stuff was mode capped, though. All the stuff was mode capped in the very beginning whenever they started working on a daisy as a standalone. Um, so that's why all that stuff's here. They decided that they're going to go through, do all their animations for, well, all their mocap data way ahead uh -huh. of time. No matter if it was planned to go in or actually supposed to make it in or not. Yeah. And I'm it's... very grateful for them leaving it in. Oh, definitely. It allows us to go yeah. through and use it. Well, well, that's it, yeah. I mean, it, even if there's stuff, because, you know, in game development, there's always going to be content that'll, that'll be made and polished up, but it'll never be implemented. So it, it's good that's we have the tools to be able to implement these ourselves and you know maybe if these kind of little features get you know maybe they get some popularity get some attention maybe it'll um make bi be like okay maybe we could actually do this for for vanilla which i think will be a nice little touch to have um especially with how much more supportive they're being with their feedback tracker with it although it's not adding in new features per se listening a lot more to a lot of people regardless of what platform they're on like console and pc regarding having stuff fixed um with their recent stuff whenever they post a patch they'll actually link to the person in particular yeah. who put, made the thread so they're really trying to work hard to acknowledge the community and acknowledge the stuff that's been happening and they're trying really hard to make that transparency come through yeah. because they've, they've, they've grown a lot with that. You know, it wasn't always like this and it just means that they're, they're really trying to be more of a community driven game, you know, and they're, they're not going to do everything. Like they're not going to bend over knee and foot to try and appeal to every single thing. But if there's a, yeah, yeah. But if there's a feature that is beneficial, it's good, and it will fix. It will not necessarily fix, but give more functionality to the game. I don't see why Bohemia wouldn't consider it. You know, and it's just mm -hmm. it's just a matter of giving an appropriate pitch because a lot of the people will just throw stuff at them and be like, "Add this." Like, I you don't know how if I had a nickel for every single comment that someone's put on Twitter getting pissed off at Daisy from the calls community to add black play carriers, I would be oh able to own Bohemia. God. I could probably buy out Bohemia with that amount of money. It's no, so, like... it's, it's so, it's so silly, man, but it's yeah. And just add, add in monster trucks and add in the Eiffel tower, you know, <laughs> the crazy just... ideas people come with, but man, yeah, it's crazy. It's, no one really has ever tried to just be formal about it. There's I've, as far as I know, at least there's, there's no one that's just tried to, formally approach bohemia you know reach they have emails they have stuff for development in the modern community and i don't get why anybody hasn't just given the time write up an email write up a pitch put together some sort of presentation and send it off to them because frankly if you have something good like i was saying if you have something good and you have something that you know will benefit functionality it's a good mm -hmm. mechanic that will improve the game and improve the experiences in it Bohemia would very well probably pursue something with that, you know, and it just it takes it takes the right sort of people like the right cut to actually go out and put together a presentation, put mm -hmm. together some sort of group or meeting with a developer there and have something like this happen, you know, yeah, and I, I, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I completely I completely agree. I think it'll be really, really um, something interesting to see. 
Uh, so I'm going to announce I'm going to do that so they can re-implement me fucking Red 9. So thanks for the idea. Thank you. See, the thing is, like... Mm. Uh, I'll take, um... It's happened before, to, mm -hmm. to, to answer bluntly. Like, the, um... The inventory move sounds... Like, yes. I've been approached by Adam about him wanting to wanting to put this in vanilla and things like this in vanilla. Oh. And it's not necessarily, like, a case of, oh, they, you know, they just don't feel like doing it. Sorry, I'm finding a fork to eat my milkshake with because I don't have a spoon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's frozen. It's, I, I'm, I'm working through it, right? It's a process. Yeah, I believe oh. in you. You can do it, lad. You oh! can do it. I, I fucked it up already. Um, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's, um, it's not a case of, like, yeah, they don't, they don't want to. They don't have the, the, um, the, the support power. to do it right now. Because their their priority is in like other places, naturally. And yeah. yeah, so while a presentation like that would be good, I think the best thing that you could have come of that is to get a job offer there, and then have the desire and the will to accept such a job offer and help them do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you know they just don't have the they don't have the the means to do so at this point in time. Yeah, but yeah. I've offered like I make solutions all the time for them, mm -hmm. and a good milkshake. Oh, nice. Like I send over. There's like a bug that's going around right now where like servers will freeze on like login in a very rare instance, especially with right. big ass servers. And I've been and I and I fixed it. It's an it's an issue in mission server and I fixed it for rearmed and it's been running there for like three months without a single crash. Jesus. And I sent it over to them and I'm like, dude, just copy paste this, put this in mission server, fix it. It would take two seconds to do it. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that. Is that in hot okay. patches? Uh no. Oh. It's on the main mod. It's on the mod. I'll take I'll take a look oh. at it. I've got a question for you, though, Dab, on that topic with getting people to actually work for them. I know Daisy has Experimental. They've got it on PC and console, and it's a great source for people to be able to comment and fix issues that may be prevalent with updates. But do you think it would be beneficial if uh, Bohemia actually opened up positions for full-time quality assurance testers? I'm they pretty have sure they have. They yeah. Have QA. Oh. QA can't catch everything. Yeah. No, but it's QA, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You they know, have a sizable QA actually. <laughs> they have a pretty, they have a pretty big, pretty big department. Yeah, from from what I see, from... at least in the credits, the you know, it's, it, the QA team's pretty, pretty cool. Um, they need scriptures. That's what they really need. They need more scriptures. Yes. Well, it's it's and funny because not enough people that know enforce. Well, yeah, that's. That want to work there. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Okay. They need to pay people more money to go out and work for them. How about that? I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> they need to increase. The, they need to increase the salary for the scripters, and then and then you'll have all kinds of people flooding in from all over the world to work on Daisy. I can imagine, yeah. But uh, but it, it it is really cool that because uh, I know recently that they've um they have had more positions available not only for just Daisy but for other projects as well. So, um, I always encourage pe you know people if they want to do that they can go ahead and obviously apply. Um. But yeah, I do agree that there needs to be more scripters in the in the DZ team, for sure. Cause uh, it it the the way that I see it is as much as it's like it's absolutely fantastic that the community come up with these little like these fixes to implement in their own servers and the publishers the community. At the same time, it shouldn't have to be that way. But like you said, QA can't catch everything, and if there's not enough manpower, then there you go. It's just one of those unfortunate realities. But it's still awesome to see, regardless. At least in my 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 way of thinking yeah but it's like dad was saying too you know if you're if you're watching this and you have stuff that you can present or you have stuff that you could do send it to them you know they, they all they could all they could do is turn it away there's it's it's gonna be no harm towards you and like dad was saying this work 
could get you a job in the future with them and you would be able to do that stuff yourself and you could bring this stuff to the table and improve the game for everybody. So a hundred percent am an advocate for doing that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. Post it on Twitter. <laughs> Post it on Twitter. Yeah, lad. <laughs> At me in the tweet. I'll retweet it if it's cool. <laughs> if it's kinda if it's kinda cool, I'll retweet it. Hell yeah, man, of course. But uh but no that all of this is absolutely wonderful to see and I really do appreciate you guys coming in and showing everybody all of this stuff. Um will you be keeping up like <clears throat> the community updated when this is going to be added? Is is it going to be like open for the entire community or is it gonna be like server exclusive for like some places? Is that a question towards me? I yes. apologize. I was like partially listening. Uh, it'll be open <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> right. Okay. I may test it on a server initially to see if I have any issues with it or not. Mm -hmm. um, but after that, it's it's going to be a full on available for everybody. I don't want to segregate this feature to every uh, from certain communities. It should yes. be available for everybody. Hell yeah, man. Um, it's unfortunate that something like this won't come to console unless Behemoth really picks up. And takes it. <laughs> yes. I don't mind if they take it or not. I, I honestly would rather <laughs> something like this be inside vanilla. Yeah, definitely. Same here. Same here. One day. One, One day. day. <laughs> I, I hold hope. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. I hope not. <laughs> oh, shut up. You have any idea how hard it would be to port the editor for console? We'd be fucked. Oh, console, God, Jesus. Console oh, would kill me. Well, on that topic, though, with the new Infusion engine, they did say... It would be very streamlined to make stuff for both console and PC platforms. So it currently already is, but the issue is um, design. I would, straight up just yeah, design on our part. Design and controls would be a big thing. Yeah, because there's yeah. not enough uh, buttons on a controller. Too, you know? Like like I was saying earlier, you can't you can't type a whole essay with a controller to do different functions and stuff. You know, you ever seen that Xbox controller with the little keypad on it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I have, one of those, man. have you ever heard of this He's thing called little... Morse code? They send entire <laughs> essays with a button. <laughs> oh, He's man. not wrong. <laughs> no, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Oh, just imagine playing Daisy with a fucking Morse code. Fuck me. What? What I see with the whole Daisy uh, editor on console. <laughs> the whole thing I see with Daisy on editor on console is that literally you boot up the console editor and you'd be all like, "Please plug in um, keyboard and mouse." Uh, oh yeah. 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 He's That's pretty much what it's going to be. Hell yes. Hell and the yes. big issue, too, even if they added modding to console, you know, 90% of the people who run servers or make stuff for console edition don't have a PC, you know, or else they'd be playing PC. Like, <laughs> or, well, a lot, there's actually a surprising amount of console owners that straight up, like, I've, I've heard, I've seen a lot of people in the editor Discord say mm. they bought a PC just to buy Daisy, just to use the editor for their console <laughs> server. Wow. I'm we, not we kidding. These people, will, these people will sing $600. Mind you, I get none of this. I'm poor <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> be, these people it, will spend $600 way, to, buy, to use the editor. And I'm like, bro, come on. No, no, but think of it this way, though. Some of those servers are huge monopolies. Like, there are some servers that I, I crap you not, will get over five thousand dollars a month just by doing like spawning in npcs for people with guns on them yep bruh <laughs> and for like this is such a normal thing on pc but on console remember i don't remember when it was but there was actually a server that would sell cars to people so they would for about 20 bucks canadian they would spawn in a vehicle for you 
they were making hundreds of dollars off that, and that completely goes against Bohemia's monetization guide. That's fucking naughty. But everyone just does it. Like it's it's just a thing, and I I wish in a way that they would kind of drop the hammer on that for mm. the console community because like i've discussed in the past there's a big underground circle when it comes to server owners and monopolizing and making all this stuff because a lot of servers right like in their current state you yeah. can go on to them and you can buy you get you, you can actually pay them to build a location for you an editor so if you go to like a certain airfield and you want a giant castle you will send them money and they'll put that castle there, regardless of what the uh, the rest of the players want. If they if they don't think that's a good thing, it doesn't matter. But if they if you give them twenty bucks, I'll build you an Eiffel Tower there just because you just because you requested it. I want to see an Eiffel Tower. Sounds kind of cool. Same yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want that now. You want to make an Eiffel Tower out of wooden logs? Go for it, dude. <laughs> oh Jesus that's... Christ! Make a fucking be... time lapse. <laughs> I it, should it... add some type of time lapse function to the editor. I know I know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eat my words for saying that, but. Something like that was something I did want to add at the beginning because you could set up a camera and then you have to track every placement. Yeah. The key points. <clears throat> but it would be kind of cool. Yeah. I think that'd be I think that'd be a really cool feature to have. I mean, it wouldn't be very hard to just. Oh, I just poked a hole in my styrofoam. Now I'm gonna oh eat styrofoam. <laughs> oh hell yeah! The most uh, save the turtles. Come on, man. Eat that styrofoam. Yeah, I'm gonna throw this away <laughs> the now. <laughs> Dad, anyway. while you're here, one thing that was always on my mind is when editor came, when editor or like the functionality for the object spawner came out to console, you got such an overwhelming appeal from console moving over to it. What was your uh, what was your initial thoughts on that? What were your opinions when that happened? Um, I, don't, I mean, it just it it still kind of remains the same because I I haven't really been active on the project recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been really struggling to get motivation to work on it. Makes sense, yeah. But it was it was pretty cool to kind of see that, and I I just kind of did the same thing I always do, where I was just like, okay, well, how can we add this, and how can we make it, how can we make mm-hmm. it better, and what yeah. can everybody do to work on it? I talked to Bi as well about adding more objects to the game, so hopefully they'll do that too. But like, so because oh, we have builder items as a mod, <laughs> don't though, and they don't wrong console. <laughs> the, I swear to God, the amount of pro- the amount of questions that we get about. How, how do I get builder items on console? How do I do builder items on console? It's like, yeah. I'm so sorry. To I was just talking a lot about this. I was working on, um, I was working on like a small little port of the, uh, little portion of Esker for console. And I was working on the bridge because Half Goblin had, had done something similar a while ago. And he had used the, um, it was one of like the uh, Cement's ex- Expedition bridges or something like that. And I was I was just looking at it, I was like, oh, I, I want to do something that looks more like the Esker, because it was, they, they don't have steel industrial bridges connecting through the city. They have these, mm. like, they look like pioneer bridges, like, built from wood and stuff. So what I yeah. ended up doing is, because the water I was working with, because I built this over at the, um, the Deep Lake over near Tizzy, right. I used the roofs of the, the deer hunting stands... And they actually, when you put them down in the water, because it is opaque, you don't see the rest of the hunting, like the actual hunting stand. It just looks like built platforms that have stakes going into the ground. And it's the coolest thing. And that's that's the only reason why I'm happy they we don't have builder items. Because for some people that are really trying to work hard, it encourages them to think outside the box. And it encourages them to make cool stuff like what uh, we're trying to do right now. So, yeah. A lot of unorthodox thinking. Builds. I should do challenge builds. 
You like, should. You should. That'd be really cool. Let people compete and make the coolest build, and then just judge whatever was the coolest based on like just what, uh, what pulls you had. Just don't let Dancer Jesus partake. He'll winning instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. He's been kind of he's been lacking. I, he hasn't posted anything recently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Ever since he got that job over there, he's been uh, he's been really he's just been too good for us. Oh, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. But you know, it happens. It I think happens. you should do stuff for the console community, though. I tell you what, if you put up events, they would they would come in the ends, man. Like there would be so many people that would be down for something like that, and there's just no one's tried it yet. What the um... fuck is going on in the background of your... <laughs> I was just about to say, what is... You live, like, right next to, like, a park or something like that? You got a window open? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna close that, but to fit, to conclude the, um... <laughs> to conclude the TED Talk... <laughs> you should do stuff like that for console, because it would be cool to have events like that, because we don't really have a, a happy bombs type person in the console community that's organizing events, organizing stuff for people to do. And but because I'd imagine if someone tried that, if someone organized something like that, I believe that it could do a lot for the community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Something I just need close time that for. bloody window. Hold on. Well, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of time, I got to jump out of here. Cause I, uh, I got some stuff I got to do. Finals are coming up next week. Hey, I'm almost what? out of here. So I'll, uh, oh, I'll fingers quick, crossed right? for you, bud. Fingers crossed for you. You Dad. look after your thoughts. What's up? Uh, Scalespear wants to know if you're ever going to make a way to export uh, objects.txt formats in the uh, editor. Isn't that already done? Which object? Yeah, which format is this specifically? For uh, Dr. Jones's trader, the object.txt oh. format. Oh. oh. Say no. I, would, I wouldn't bother you. <laughs> His format is so strange. I looked at that originally, and I looked at it, and I looked at it, and I said, I don't like this <laughs> at all. Oh, oh hey! No. There's your if, answer. If someone from the community wants to do it, it's it's really really not that bad. You know, feel free send me the code and I'll put it in. Uh, literally, I'll you send me the code, I'll test it, and then it'll be in the day of you send the code to me. Just 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 do it. Just do it. Hell yes! It's all open source. Look on uh, my DMs are open. Yeah. Look so on his GitHub. It's actually not too bad to add something new to editor, to a certain extent. Hmm. We have so many export formats anyway. What's one more, right? Well, that's it, yeah. But I really do appreciate you guys coming in, showing us the animations and talking for a bit. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, don't be a stranger. You can come in anytime. And looking forward to seeing the animations implemented. Yep. I will awesome. release some more stuff over Twitter, so. Oh, spicy. I'll be keeping as soon as I uh, get something new done, and I'll, mm -hmm. I'll put an update out. And hopefully yeah. I have enough motivation to continue it. <laughs> Me, me and War are working will. on something as well. We're going to try and get something together because I'm hoping to make a full presentation for the um, animations for the zombies at least. Mm -hmm. That's a, oh, uh, are a you, project. Are you actually doing a video for that? I, I briefly read that DM you sent Yeah, me. 100%, man. I'm, I'm actually going to make like Foley for it and stuff as well. So. I want to see okay. this. I'm going to go make, that, gonna go make that tweet video right now and put it on Twitter tonight. I'm going to go Hell do yeah, man. Hell yeah. Later. Right, take care. Easy. Yeah, 100% War Dog. So I'll talk to you later about it, but I'm really, I'd really love to put together like some Foley, get some um, stuff together, and make it look like those old showcase videos that they used to have back in the day. Have like mm -hmm. the Bohemia logo in the top left corner and like those little <laughs> in development type things, you know? Just, it would be a cool little thing. And like what happened with your uh, inventory video, it'll, it'll bring attention to these M's, you know, in the rough of the game, you know? And, even if it doesn't come in, it'll bring its attention to Bohemia so they couldn't 
introduce something like that maybe in the future. Maybe not the exact same thing, but something similar to that. So, yeah. Yes. If Simak takes interest, 100%. I'll be happy. So, we'll see. He's yeah. the he's the lead design, so it's all up to him what goes in, what doesn't go in. I like his vision of the game so far since he's uh, taken lead, and uh, Daisy oh, yeah. itself has definitely changed a lot within the past two or three years. Um, yeah, it may not be like apparent, said, but it's still come and different. go to with the with the Bohemia and with that new ideas. And we, we we were kind of focusing more on what's what sucks about that, but what's good with new people coming over, different projects and within Bohemia is mm. they're bringing all that new talent, that raw. <laughs> talent or the new ideas so that they could introduce new stuff that maybe the other team didn't even think about you know so it's cool to see that especially now with how hard they've been pushing to get more careers out there for people too so good to see it it's really good to see it and i hope that they i hope to see them expand more i think the um we've got three offices right Um, pretty sure i know of two Um, okay but that's that's all I know about. But just seeing them expand like that, it's good to see. And I hope that they become successful in that sense and they have a big group of people that are community driven and just want to give passion to it. It's like um it's like when um Valve or Steam or no, sorry, yeah, when uh, Valve had um the Left 4 Dead people. Uh, mm-hmm. they the newest oh, update yes. they got released, the last stand update wasn't done by the developers that was done a hundred percent by the community and it was just modders they they reached out to valve and they said game hasn't had an update since 2013 man there's so much stuff there's so much bugs there's so much unadded content because they had items in the game from uh, counter-strike source yes yeah never made its way in and they just approached them and they and they said yes they said all right here's your deadline um, they gave them the resources. They got the SDK to like the uh, Left 4 Dead, and they got like the Source SDK and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which is just like the base engine for the game and all the assets and stuff. And they were able to make a full update for the game, adding a new campaign, adding new maps, oh, yeah, new that weapons. Added so much stuff. I, I remember and that, that was all. Yeah. That was all community, and like blew up. Like when it, it when it got posted onto IGN, it got so many views, and it just shows that. Community RAM projects can be just as good as what was done originally by the group working on it. So, mm-hmm. seeing seeing it, maybe if I'm, I'm not saying that Daisy should do this or by, uh, Bohemia should take a model like this where they get people to work on their updates, but if they have that focus on working with the community and getting more community based development circulating, that would be a really good thing to see. You know, Hell yes. with stuff like even with what War Dog's doing, like getting that in some sort of circulation, like. I believe I was speaking about this when we were talking with uh, Red Falcon, but having an incubator program for the Daisy modders, I think that'd be an amazing idea. One day, some sort of inc- we'll incubator program where they work with the, they give them the resources, they give them not necessarily monetary funding, but just some sort of, uh, they give them assets and stuff and just have an incubator program where they can work with these modders to be able to make amazing stuff, you know? I feel mm-hmm. like that would be a really good move for them to do that. Definitely, absolutely, definitely. Well, I, it's I like do, what we see I, with Arma as well. So, mm-hmm. oh yes, I, I do think that we hopefully we will get it, but we'll just have to see how it all does pan out. I do want to move on to other topics though. So, War Dog, it's been again, it's been absolutely lovely you coming on. I really, really do appreciate it. a bit, a bit impromptu, but that's always the best way. 
So <laughs> yeah, you take sorry care about of yourself. that. No, mate, you got nothing to apologize <laughs> about, mate. It's absolutely fantastic that you want to share stuff like that with us. So, um, but do keep us updated. You know, post on Twitter. You know when you do have updates and that. And I'm looking forward to seeing it released on the workshop. All right, man. Y'all take care. Right for sure, bud. Bye. You take care of yourself, man. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> absolutely. That was that was great. That was really really awesome. Um, I learned a lot already. (laughs) You're telling me. (laughs) At first it was like just going, but then I was like, no, wait, hang on. No, I I, I can see what's, I can see it's clicking. The cogs are turning. But no, it's, it's really awesome that we do have people in the community that, um, that can, that has the ability to bring in these vanilla functions, vanilla animations that haven't been released and get them in the game. Yeah, sure. It's PC only, but you know, it's always a step. Dude, we can watch too. by the sidelines on console, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're we're just enjoying our content, like hey, hey fuck you. But um, yeah. you get free popcorn. Well, that's it. Yeah, exactly. You, you get yep. your popcorn. Get a free so show. It, but... <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, so there's a couple of other things I want to talk about as well. Something I was very surprised with: a soundtrack, an actual Daisy soundtrack. Has anybody actually listened to it? Yes. I gotta right. say, I did take a listen, and was surprised because the full version to the menu track sounds a little different to what we actually hear in-game, and it's actually cut a down little. a lot, and I, I don't <laughs> understand why they didn't actually use that full track for it, because personally, I think it using that full track is, it would just be so much better. Like, I really like the way the uh, the whole entire thing uncut sounded. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would incorporate that instead of using what they use now because they have a shortcut down loop version. I guess it does make sense because it saves on space if they and stuff like that for assets yeah. at least. But I mean, it would be cool to see that full song in there because I, I gave it a listen. I got to say, man, that sounded damn good. <laughs> this this might be a bit of a... How do you find Stacey's soundtrack? I will post the... Um, I will post the link to it my lad there you go there B so I went to bed woke up I had a soundtrack on Sunday I was like hmm okay so I thought right I'm gonna actually sit down take a listen to it see what it's like and the songs most of them are from the trailers that we've gotten which is really cool because there are some there are some tracks in the trailers that was like it's a fucking Mm, that's a banger. I really like that. But I've always hated the main theme. I have always hated it. It was like the stark contrast. You know, the intro's like slow. It's like, yeah, it's really, really good. Give me a second. Heavy rock going in. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but, I don't um, know. I wish that they would incorporate a lot of that music into the game as well. Because, like, with some well, games you notice is when you're moving through different areas they have dy- dy- uh, dynamic music to play yeah. or like Minecraft's a great example when you go into the caves music shifts and you have this eerie cave kind of music that plays you know having stuff like that could bring a lot to the atmosphere for the game you know and although I don't think some of those songs that were in that playlist would be appropriate for actual in-game use I do like a lot of them you know and it's be cool to have stuff like that yeah so it's like because you know, don't you said you you didn't you didn't listen to it, did you? Uh, no, I did not. How how come? Was it was it just something that didn't interest you, or just happened at the time? 
Uh, I hear the music in game and I enjoy it, but I'll be honest, ninety nine percent of the time I don't play with music. I want to hear that <laughs> footstep. <laughs> that, that's yeah, no, that's that's completely understandable. Yeah, I mean, I I do think that it would be really really awesome if Daisy does implement a kind of soundtrack in game. You know, you can always just turn the music levels off. To be fair, I do in the main menu. I I don't have it on. <laughs> like I like I said, I, I don't like, I don't I don't <laughs> like the main menu song. I, I I do think that there could be a better one, but. If they do implement a really cool like soundtrack, I wouldn't necessarily say the one that they posted on YouTube. Although there are a couple of tracks in there, like Gorka, that's one of the tracks. Um, yeah, having quite, like ambient like music that, that plays, or like yeah, like, yeah. ambient music stuff. Mm-hmm. I know, like or like I know. when zombies, if zombies get aggroed onto you, like there's a pitch shift and like the music starts to speed up a bit, you know, to get your heart racing to really I want that. bring no. about that emotion and. You gotta think about it too, though, because for hardcore people like uh, you guys, you know, really you don't you wouldn't want to listen to that kind of music because you're no. concentrating on PvP and stuff. But for the casual gamer, having that kind, or for like an RP or having that immerse, like that immersion, could be something that they'd like. But I mean, you know what, Daisy wants immersion. Bring back the point six two birds <laughs> and everything else, and have that ambient sound change based off the region you're at. But like. Having high tempo and that kind of stuff happen with zombie aggro or whatever else, I think are artificial cues and people aren't looking to break that immersion of themselves. Yes. No, I completely True. agree. Yeah, I've, I think the way that if they do implement their own soundtrack, I think the way that they should go by it is, you know, it's um, it's like, I guess you could say it's classes of random events. You know, it's just some, some ambient music, maybe yeah. depending on the location you're in. So, um, you know, you got like, you know, you spawn on the coast, you got the kind of like, um, like a song that plays where it's like, you know, you know, this era of mystery, you know, it, it's um, it, kind of like, yeah, like, I guess you could yeah. say, yeah. And then, you know, the more you move up north, the more, you know, the more, I wouldn't say more harsh, but it does depend on... Wild. Yeah, exactly. So I think that, that I think that would be the best way to go about it. But when you're in a PvE situation, like, um, like when you're fighting infected or in PvP, there should be no music at all because having, like, high tempo or high action music in a PvP situation would just fuck me up. <laughs> it, it, it I just... already are, my heart already wants to explode in PvP, so yeah, I don't... <laughs> exactly. But I, 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 for what it's worth, though, with what they did upload on that on that day, um, I I enjoyed most of it. I really, really did. I yeah. I wasn't a fan of their mix of the main menu thing, but like I said, I I don't like that to start with. But the rest of the tracks, it was really, really nice to to listen to, and I've actually listen to it once or twice at work when i've been alone in the office <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's some of the songs are honestly things that you can listen to and think that the, it sounds like daisy like i know mm. you can, stuff can never really sound like something like, like an actual entity but i do think in some sense that some of those songs capture the emotion the essence that daisy has like that abandoned most apocalyptic type feel you know like mm-hmm. it, i feel that emptiness you know when listening to some of those songs it listening to those songs while I'm playing the game really brings out some of those emotions when you're playing, you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, so I'm I mean... ask a question about the soundtrack, because I didn't listen to it yet. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is I should switch out my classical music I, sw- I play when I'm modding to that. No, God, no. Keep your classical. Oh. You're fine. <laughs> 
listen to your Beethoven and Mozart and you know and, and all them all them guys you know that they're, they're chill they're all right but listen to no I wouldn't but uh not to say that the soundtrack's bad for modding but classical just really gets you in the zone um whereas listen to the Daisy's soundtrack kind of makes me like <laughs> some pep in your step <laughs> <laughs> yes yes um I, I do hope that they they add more tracks to it though I think that would be a really, really nice thing. And they also added, which is something I did not realize until I went on their channel, is a Vega soundtrack, which I did not listen to because Vega is not a game that I played. But it's really interesting to see that Bohemia is now starting to upload soundtracks of their games. And I'm going to laugh one at the end to, of... To uh, kind of interject with that real quick, though, but one thing that is interesting about that is that uh, Vigor and one of their other games, I think it was uh, Yulans. I probably mm -hmm. butchered the name mm -hmm. of how the uh, game is pronounced, but um, they both had their um, their uh, soundtracks uploaded to Spotify about a year or two before oh. Daisy even got one. <laughs> well, there you go. I think I think the one I think the Vigor one was actually put out in 2020 or 2021. Right. So. It's oh. interesting to see that Daisy only just got its soundtrack now, and mm -hmm. it makes you question maybe that means Bohemia is taking a step towards Daisy and they're putting more resources into it because they want to become it more than just a project. Well, yeah, because it, yeah. like even the Arma soundtrack, like if you look at their um, if you look at their um, Spotify, they've had Arma pod that are not podcasts. They've had Arma soundtracks playlists for a while now. So it's to, interesting to, be, to see if they just added one for Daisy. To be fair, though, the Armour soundtrack is an absolute banger. <laughs> it absolutely is. Like, when when I used to play Armour 3 before completely shat all over my PC and decided to delete, you know, 60, 70 gigs worth <laughs> of mods when, me in, when my download speed was like 300 kilobytes, if that, um, the soundtrack was just... It was absolutely great. But it's, you know, I've always been a fan of... Obviously, music and games. Music, depending on the nature of the game, can really, really make it. Um, but... I just find it cool that, like, they have a soundtrack now, and you know who's been okay. pushing for uh, merchandising a little bit? You know, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, on that, on that topic of Arma 3, I know we were going to talk about the Xbox server Conquest, well, Xbox and PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. Which takes an Arma 3 approach. So, if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind uh, going ahead and giving a bit of a uh, down about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. I would absolutely love people, to hear more about that. Yes, go for it. Yeah, for sure. So, for people who don't know or for people who are on PC, Conquest has been around for a while. They used to just be on PlayStation for the longest time, actually. Uh -huh. And they only recently, this it was either this month or the month before, moved over to Xbox as well. And it's a really interesting take on a game mode for console. Because most of the time when you're playing console servers, it's either roleplay servers or like you got like the heavily modded boosted deathmatch servers. But there's never really like an actual team deathmatch type thing. Yeah. And that's where Conquest is really kind. Because... They actually, they inspired it from the, I'm not sure if you ever played the Wasteland game mode on Arma. Um, Wasteland, which, oh, which one was that one? 
It was like there was th- there was uh, three factions, and there would be like uh, vehicles and loot boxes that would spawn across the map, and you were trying to gain control. No, I'm I'm not too familiar with that one, unfortunately. Well, they were they based it off that, and they wanted to bring that out because, like I was saying, they've never really had something like that on console before, and it took right. off really well. There was really good uh, reception for it, and inspired a lot of people because this is a full-on like immersion-based game where it's supposed to feel kind of like armor. You're supposed to get that feeling, and does a good job of doing it. Um, how they did it is they split the they split the players up into two factions. Right. Uh, I forget the first one, but I know Chidaki, which is one of the factions from um, wasn't it Armor Days. Nathan Chidaki. It might have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So they had Chidaki, and I think they also had at one point. I think they had Nappa. So, nice. which was another faction. So they they are staying true. They were staying true to the lore, and they said it takes place after the two thousand and nine Civil um, War. Mm-hmm. Happened in Chinorist, which was like Arma 2. And um really cool. So what it's it's at its core, it's still a deathmatch game. So the two factions, all they're trying to do is get more control over the map. So it is it is a uh, full map. Mm-hmm. What you're trying to do is you're trying to <clears throat> take over towns and control them and get the majority control over the map. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting thing, and it's not a it's not really a public server because there are rules that come in play too because they can't just enforce teams. So there's no there's no there's nothing stopping friendly fire or anything that could right. be game breaking. So they have to make it a whitelist server so that people join their website, look at their rules, and understand how Go to play through it properly. The proper because... Processes because the last thing they want is some random schmaltz come in and just completely. Like cause a lot. Oh, and everyone down, players. going Rambo, yeah, exactly. you know. And it's um, it's be, happened before. To be before fair, it... I would do. I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, they haven't had that issue a lot. Right. It has happened before, where people will just come in, regardless what team they are, to start blue on blue shooting everybody. Mm-hmm. And they they did have action taken against them, of course, but it just solidifies the fact why it couldn't be a public server, and it, it ties in with the the limitations that we have on console because we can't do a lot of the event stuff like they do on PC. We don't have staff tools, and that's one thing we had touched upon in Red Falcon's episode. We don't have any staffing tools. As as the owner, as an admin, you can't no-clip. There's no teleporting. There's no viewing players' inventories, ESP, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. If you want to teleport to a different player, you're going to you're gonna have to drive there yourself, <laughs> or you're going to have to do this convoluted method where you make a new spawn point, disable all the other spawn points, quickly reset the server, spawn there, <laughs> disable it, reset the server again so no one else spawns there, and then call it a day. And that's just, no, no one's going to do that. You know? You, you, but know it's... What, you know what that reminds me of? Sorry to interject. That reminds me of a community I used to play on in Legacy. And, you know, obviously they didn't have mods back then, you know, not proper mods, so there was no, like, admin tools and that. So when tickets were made for people to be comped, they had to actually like go around to get the loot to, to help them or if they needed, wanted to set up an event, they had to spend like weeks and weeks trying to get all the stuff, put it in a tent somewhere safe so nobody like the players don't go on there like to find it and take it all. It's like it so reminds me of that so wow. But they have <laughs> they have made it a lot easier. Like yeah. events events have become easier. Because with the object spawner, not only does it spawn in like assets, yeah, we can also spawn in loot as well. So if oh, you put yeah. guns and stuff into the object spawner, it will spawn those items there, 
And oh, then yes. when server restart happens, it won't stack weapons there. So it'll only spawn a new weapon at the, that location if the one prior was taken. Mm-hmm. So if, if there's like if you put like a knife stuck in the wall using the object spawner and then it stays there, every server restart is not going to make another one happen and another one happen. It's only going to keep that knife there unless someone takes it and then another yeah. one will respawn. And what people have been able to do is for deathmatch servers, they make loot crates. <clears throat> And they use the, um, I think it's the effect area um, file, the CFG effect area, right. to make like flares go off because it's used mainly for like the contaminated areas. Something that we've been doing recently, we, we've, we've been using it to call particles in for certain areas to do stuff like loot drops. So you actually have the particles going off in those areas. So it's a weird workaround, but... No, that's fantastic. Well. <laughs> that's fantastic. Right, okay, so I'm going to be like a little bit nerdy and excited for a little bit. But this, this is the thing. This is what I absolutely love to see from any kind of community, PC or console, whatever. You get limitations. You get these roadblocks that, like, you know, realistically should prevent you from, from doing these kind of things. And you bloody amazing people just be like, nah, sod that, we'll do it this way. And it... And it and it works and it works it's like yep. for the past you know for the past few months i've seen you know i've seen skill speeder you know he's been doing some really great stuff on the console side i i, I recall when uh, don sibley he made um I, I believe it was something to do with like a trader you know stuff on the walls and stuff like that it was absolutely great oh. and you know with what you've done uh, and doing for Z- zagoria console i i to me as a, as a pc player in a modder you know I used to be a staunch like PC like if you if you don't play Daisy on a PC you can get out son but now console it's like it is so underappreciated for the limitations you guys have to create these unique things stuff that maybe even PC might not even utilize or even think to do because hmm. I mean I could be talking out of my ass to be honest but <laughs> but it's it's really nice to see. So I did see earlier on. Um, I, I can't remember your name for the life of me. I do apologize for uh, who recommended we talk about it on the podcast. But I saw that the Discord was what like thirty two thousand members inside it, which is. Oh, are you talking about the uh, greedy peasant? No, I'm talking about uh, conquest. Um, oh, conquest. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like that was just, but in the greedy peasant as well. I haven't had a chance to to check out much of his stuff but it's it's just i love i love it when limitations are broken i just love it yeah and it encourages it encourages you to think outside the box because when you get stuff given to you as easily as and i'm not saying you do get stuff easy on pc but when you get stuff given as the as easy as you get it on pc with your modding Mm -hmm. you see that as a challenge for ourselves to try and make that gap and do something cool like what you guys are doing and yeah Maybe it's not making it a mosque, and maybe it's not making a new deer isle, but we're damn well trying to do something similar to that, you know? Hell and yeah. I mean, you, you got e- to work even with recently, Yeah. Yeah, and even recently, I utilized the um, effect area file to create a custom trader notification or safe zone notification so that when a player enters a safe zone, the color of their screen changes. Nice. Oh. <laughs> That's very, it's very never smart. been done before, and it's 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 something that's really primitive and rudimentary on PC. For console, that's never been attempted before, and it's something that's blowing people's minds because it adds a staffing tool. Because now, if people are in the safe zone, they'll see their screen turns green or blue or, or whatever I've allowed the 
person who's using it to change it to. So works well with um, staff as well because when they report a clip to the staff, they can actually see that the user's screen was green when they got killed, so they know, oh, that person was in safe zone. That's smart. That is smart. That is... It's simple. But it, it, it's smart. That's... Like, like you were saying, it's the things that we have to do to try and corner cut to be able to do something similar to what happened on PC. And in, in our efforts find out new stuff that we weren't even trying to accomplish in the first place you know yeah. like like with what i was talking about with the uh bridges for my dear Ar- or uh Namalsk, or no esiker <laughs> wow with get, the you'll, get the, you'll get the map yeah. correct eventually yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> go start listing them all off uh, yeah it's um <laughs> with with the esiker port that i was doing for esiker city when i did the stuff with the bridges and when i realized what i could do with the deer stands i yeah, thought yeah. what more could i do with it and what I ended up doing is, with a bit of a love, I don't have a picture on me, unfortunately, but made um, barricades. So it's it's like the posts sticking in the ground, like they look like civilian-made barricades, like what you have on Livonia. Right. So I've placed them around police stations in certain villages, and it actually looks like, um, kind of like what they have at the ski resorts. Like if you if you see those little wooden fences that have the posts sticking into the ground. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it looks like, and it looks really good. It looks like it was just something that was thrown together as a resistance barricade, you know? And it was just something that came up while I was messing around with making the bridges. So That's awesome. That is You really have to think outside the box and it makes you think differently. And especially even when I went over and was messing around stuff on PC, I still used a lot of those techniques I used from console because they make it look damn good, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well that's it, that's it. That's it. Well, it kind of reminds me of uh, something, uh, somebody we well known, Marks. He was asking if parts could spawn inside of car wrecks, like radiators and that stuff. And I said, you know, I I tagged Project Lemons here and I said, insert it because he literally just told me about doing something like that. Go ahead and tell him. I just made that for the early access version of Zagoria. I just made a new feature literally 24 hours before Marks made that post. (laughs) I made a new feature. Utilizing the, um, I think I believe it was the map group pro- uh, protofile because there's nice. actually, I thought about it for a while and I've been brainstorming because I was like, is there a way where I can specify different items spawning it? Because if you just put the stuff in the in the proto, it'll just put anything in there. So you could have a battery where the radiator is supposed to be or a spark plug where the um, battery is supposed to be. So I was like, how is there a way to do it? But when I went in there, there's actually a way to spe- to specify specific proxies for items. I can make it so that a radiator will only spawn in that location or a battery will only spawn in this location. So what I did is I went through the um, Daisy editor, God bless uh, Dab for that. (laughs) And um, he has a loot editor. With a loot editor, I went in there and I placed the stuff and I I messed around with it and I was able to get the points working well enough where I then imported it and converted it because it's not exactly the same with what they use for the proxies. Right. Oh, so I had to change it around a bit and I did some tweaking with it. But then I ended up making it so that in wrecked vehicles, you can find batteries, you can find spark plugs, and then they're in their proper locations as well where you'd see them on a working car. So I'm I'm gonna release that um I'm not sure, I'm pretty sure this week I'm gonna release it with my next stability update for Zagoria because I'm adding in a few other things as well. What? Make a oh. if possible, make a video showcase that because for the, for the, especially for the console side, that is just it's just a nice little nice little level of detail that you can have. Thing. And that's that's it's, what I'm really trying it. to hone in on because 
anyone anyone can do like the builds of Daisy Editor and stuff like that. And there a lot of people do do that kind of stuff for console. There's a lot of people making custom maps, custom stuff like that. But there's not a lot of people who are trying to focus in on doing the quality of life things. Like another example, I was talking to Don Sibley when 1.17 first released, and I had right. the idea you put the improvised head wraps on patient zombies or have a chance of them spawning on it so it looks like they had a head injury. And I add that in, and it it worked perfectly. So the zombies, you'll see a patient zombie walking out of the hospital with a head wrap around its head, looking like it had a head injury. Like, I'm having to know your solid five vibes right now. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if that that I mean, obviously that will be possible on PC. So I wonder if that that could. That, I mean, server by server basis, that could probably be. Um, I just like part of seven. The thing is, too, um, once I'm done working on Zagoria, once I'm confident within, once I, or pretty much once I lose time working on it and I don't have the time (laughs) to work on it anymore, I'm going to make a full repository for it so that anyone can download it. Mm -hmm. Whether they're on PC or console or any platform, I'm going to let them be able to use that because there are some people on PC who may look at some of that stuff and say, this looks cool. I want to use this, you know, and I'm not going to limit it. I'm not just going to host it off my servers and make it so that, oh, you guys can't happen. I want this thing to be open source so that people can see what we're doing and work off it. I want to inspire people in the console community to look at these assets and look at the stuff I've been working on and say, this is cool, but I can do something better. Yes. That's it's it's the spark that starts the flame. It makes so much new content because I just it really it gets me going when I see mm-hmm. people actually modding for Xbox and like I was saying to Dumpgra, I say modding in the loosest loosest parentheses possible. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> It's, they're they're making new content and that's frankly amazing you know and it's it's yeah. really good it's, to see it's that. amazing that you guys can do that like us pc players we have an entire workshop at our disposal and you guys are all like i have a pipe wrench what can i do <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's awesome how clever you guys get with your stuff also speaking about talking and approaching bi about stuff please approach bi with an official proposal for admin tools in game <laughs> they already have it set oh, up. Yeah. Like you have to ad- enter an admin password to go into admin mode. They have the entire process secured. Why can't they give you guys tools? I really want them to do that. Yeah, yeah. same here. I think that'll be. I'll put I'll put together a uh, TED talk for them. You know. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! Fucking. Mm, there yes. you go. <laughs> add that to your list. We'll make you like the yeah. official podcast, like representative of pushing ideas. Yeah. <laughs> the, the well, it's interesting you brought that up too, because I've actually got something working on it with them i've got an email out to them right now because i managed to get one of their emails that is used for the arma 2 side but it's actually a general bohemian email right it's used for their modding program and their incubator program to work with the modder so i shot them over an email and i haven't received anything back yet it was it had to do with some of the stuff that we've been implementing and stuff like that so it's, it's an interesting thing and it's just it would be cool to see them working with necessarily like in the email i said just encouraging a a program where they can work with people in the console community work with people in the community the pc community and have that community effort put into the game you know and brought Mm -hmm. to use so i'm I'm hoping i'm hoping somebody at bohemia when they're going through their uh going through their files sees that eventually because there was a lot of stuff in that and it wasn't even just stuff for like project lemons or anything like that it was just stuff Mm -hmm. in general to enhance the community and bring fun stuff that the community can do and benefit from so yeah 
Uh, Daisy Daily Press has just asked, any news when the new engine will be kickstarted? Your guess is as good as mine, mate. I'm pretty sure that if BI ever released any information about Infusion, or even like the vehicle update, they'll notify everybody on their social media. We we won't get any exclusive info about that. Um, unless... I was no. just curious what you meant by kickstarted. Do you mean like kickstarted like at the website, or do you mean no, like... No, like... That's actually... what I was thinking, like getting no. crowdfunded for it. <laughs> Bohemia Interactive well, like, is now It's already made, they're just polishing it. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm like waiting this, for the um... uh, Bohemia Patreon. <laughs> oh gosh, man, that'd be oof. But uh, no, unfortunately, which Patreon. Oh yes, yeah. check out check out the Patreon. Actually, that's that that's a good not a segue immediately, but I do want to be uh, discussing that at, at, at the end. But anyway, no, there's no no new information. But if there is any published, we will be talking about it on the closest podcast episode yeah for that but... one thing we were we were talking about <clears throat> is when the new update dropped for 1.17 this is kind of going back to our previous talk with the whole 1.17 update yeah is that vehicles did act a bit different and yes. it could and it makes you think what if this is their public playtest they were talking about long ago because there's been some differences and this is just like i could like i could just be talking talking out of my ass right now about it but I've noticed some different ways with the way vehicles are weighted and their mm-hmm. interactions. Um, not, I know with uh, Mark's <clears throat> video, he did a lot talking about the speed differences mm-hmm. the, um, and the damage differences, which there are some apparent ones. But when I was playing around with it on console, I've noticed there's been actually different weighting issues. Like if you drive a Gunter, um, it's a very top-heavy vehicle for some reason with a new mm-hmm. update. And if you pull a corner, you will actually roll the Gunter. <laughs> nice. It's not something that I wouldn't have been able to do in one of the past updates. And the other thing I noticed as well is the vehicles reacted differently in certain situations. So, mm-hmm. see, see, like this is complete flyball. What if this is their public playtesting? Because <laughs> they did say it would come in a few weeks. And what if they're just trying to be little sneaky little people at Bohemia trying to do this, you know, just and then seeing what you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I, whereas I do agree that there have been changes and the vehicles have gotten better. Um, I don't think that this is their playtest. Not a chance. I, I think if they include something as major as a complete, because essentially it is a new vehicle simulation. That's essentially what yeah. it is. That That's what it will be. They they need to be able to test that properly um, with its own branch. Dump what, what, what do you think? Do, do you think the same or have you got a perspective on it oh it's definitely not a a play test um i don't know much about vehicles modding wise but i understand their systems and vehicles did not change a huge major update maybe as players it looks like 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 it but in reality they just made it so the tires have more traction on the the hills and the dirts and stuff they changed the gear ratios and a couple of the weights of it but the the core system of vehicles has remained the same. Yeah, exactly. It's it's more so this update. I feel it's more so of like a quality of life improvement rather than a completely brand new system, which is. Boy, quality of life is an understatement, man. It's been so good. Yes. I love being able to flip a car and walk out not dead. You know that is a <laughs> amazing, amazing thing. You know, especially yeah. um. F Goblin, who was on the podcast recently, mm-hmm. he has a uh, server called Downhill, 
which is a full racetrack of different stunt track type um, things for players to go down on vehicles. And they have like jumps and loop-de-loops and different hoops they can throw themselves into. And it's, it's like it's like you're playing the Wreckfest. It's, it's right. really interesting. And it's it has a focus on vehicles. And I saw in some of his TikToks that there was actually PC people that were asking, is there something like this on PC? It was a, it was a fun idea, and especially with the new vehicle update, it has been chaos on there, man. It has been a... <laughs> Sounds like I can fun. Imagine. I can imagine. Cars yeah. flying, babies crying. It was a it was amazing, man. Hell yes. But... <laughs> Hell yes. But I'm just so... glad to see that the vehicles have taken a bit of a pivot because they need it. They need they are... it. Yes, and they just feel a lot better. Like mm-hmm. feel a lot like. <clears throat> I guess a lot of it too is just like. Um want to believe it too so you're you're overcompensating for the stuff they've added but i do feel in some yeah. sense that there has been a lot of change with the vehicles and that he would like uh dumb Grant was saying that the waiting and the traction and stuff you you can see that stuff if you if you've been yeah. driving cars for a long time i mean early driving back in the day you were flying them but if you were if you <laughs> had experience <laughs> driving cars you can tell in the new update that there's definitely a difference and it's like scale speeder was saying they're they are a big improvement now yeah so yeah. definitely there's, there's I honestly no think about that, what they yeah. did this update really what happened is they took let's say Bob and they're like Bob how are you doing today what I'm like congratulations you're on car duty until one point seventeen <laughs> <laughs> oh yep. fuck oh shit uh, like they literally put a guy and told him to drive all the vehicles nonstop and give feedback until one point seventeen and that's what they did. Because if you look at modded vehicles during 1.16 and some vanilla vehicles, some modded vehicles were far better than vanilla vehicles. Yeah. And that's why I say that they didn't do anything core major. They just fine-tuned what the vehicles were doing. Which, to be fair, they absolutely needed it. They they absolutely did need it. Um, that alone sounds a lot of the queries that people have had, you know, because vehicles just felt weird. Like, there's no, there's no real other way to say it. They just kind of felt off you know they when i'm playing have, yeah yeah with this with 1.17 i can hesitantly say that they feel a little more normal a little more down to earth and they feel actually connected yes I feel like they're actually weighted and they're not just these little toys that are being thrown around by by someone's hand you know like i feel like <laughs> i'm actually stuck to the ground i'm not i'm not a human frisbee and it's it's amazing. It's it's amazing to see it, and it's promising because, like we've been like the uh, general theme we've been talking about a lot throughout the podcast is that there's change happening and there's good change. And Bohemia yes. is pulling their straps up. They're pulling up their slacks, and they are doing work. Damn they're putting that work right. in. Damn right. I'm I'm excited to see what the what they've got going. I really really am. But I'm I'm also excited to see what the community does in their spare time. That may not be especially like um exclusive to daisy in game but um segueing into a different topic something i noticed and don't you might be interested because i know you've got a 3d printer see if i can get it up here it was something that i just quickly saw on the reddit last night um somebody 3d printed uh a, a 3d top topography and i can never bloody say it, topography Apology. A topography map of <laughs> of Chinaris. Um Got it out. <laughs> and I want I want to show you guys this as well.
so I want this. <laughs> I I want this so much. I was, very pretty. It, I mean, yeah, because what what the guy what this guy is going to do is that he's also going to paint it in the future, which I am really really looking forward to. But it's it's stuff like this that you see, you know. Yeah, sure, people, you know, they create mods. They create, you know, videos, they create, like, video essays, um, you know, the mod console and do stuff in there. But stuff like, you know, we've had in the past, um, a, a Prestige, I believe it was, who created the EpiPens and the, you know, stuff like that. Actual physical objects that are Daisy-related just ate... Merchandised. Well, well, essentially, yeah, it just, I, I just, I'm all over that shit. So, I, I, like yeah, I said, oh, I saw sure. this... I saw this on the Reddit last night and I had to show it. And, like I said, you know, you've got a 3D printer. He's left the um, the files for it. So if you want to make your own, you can. Uh, yeah, I've actually seen the files before, but this one's really good. Um, I was just going to say, this is another merch idea for DayZ. Sell a topology map of Shonaris. <laughs> like, seriously, like, I, I remember when I was a kid... My friend's dad, who was a geologist, had these all up on his walls, and they were so cool. You can literally see mm. all the valleys and the depths. Seeing this 3D printed is just as cool, too. It's, yeah. and it's great. Isn't, it's great. Is this the first time I've seen one of these prints done before? There was uh, one person, he had, he had a uh, Etsy store, and he made one for Chinaris. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he either made one for D- uh, Deer Isle or one for Namalsk. They were really nice, really high quality, and he would sell them in different varieties. So you get them like different colors, you get them like rough or smooth, and it was really cool. And I'm I'm happy to see that more people are doing it because when I saw that, like, this this is I want this 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 is mine now. <laughs> this is, uh... I'll be honest. If this guy who painted uh, printed this put in the cities, like put in little like little small town houses and stuff, 3D printers, yes. and painted it, I would pay this guy easily a hundred bucks for it. Oh, easily, more than a hundred, yes. man. I would totally, totally, man. I said easily. You know, throw, throw them all my money. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, just, my next it just be a cool thing. I would yeah. like decorate my walls with it instead of like you know gamer junk. It would be Daisy junk on my walls. Even like if has a paperweight too, that'd be a really nice paperweight to have. Or like they use like um, a see-through material. Like if they casted one, it'd be pretty. Oh cool. yeah, Ooh, resin. Ooh. Yeah, with resin. So they made a resin cast out of it, like they 3D printed the actual cast and then used resin to make a uh, version. Like that'd be pretty cool. Like this guy nice. could even like 3D print these he could, and he could even mass put like, them. names on it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if he was to have resin, then he could do mass producing. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm sure he would have to get licensing rights for Bohemia prior to that. Easily, because it is technically yeah. their, well, that's their it, yeah. IP. So, But it would be cool to see stuff like that hit the market somehow. Mm-hmm. And 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 I know we've spoke about it on the podcast before, but having more merchandise or heck, even coming up with a system or just allowing people uh, to create their own um, merchandise based off Daisy, like in a in a proper legal way, um, you know, I I can only imagine there's a lot of people out there who you know you know we've had people who can make custom keycaps, you know, we've had Prestige with the with the EpiPens, and now that we've got this, and it's like. People really love Daisy. They really, really love Daisy, and they like to represent the game that they love. And many other companies, they have many forms of merchandise and many different avenues for it. 
it would be really cool if Bohemia decides to take that initiative to go for it, to to create some different kinds of merchandise. I've always advocated for a figure. It doesn't have to be something that you can like move around, but maybe you know swap out um, the body for some like I don't know maybe you got one that's got the the brown hunting jacket you know he's it, it's wearing that um the hunter pants wearing those kind of pants and that it's like an actual collection just something that you can like decorate with put like put bags on it's got an SKS on its back or something like that just something that can really represent your love for the game something like that I mean I, again I could be talking out my backside but I, I I like I like shit like that I always have done, nice. and I've I've always said, because uh, <laughs> obviously the running joke, oh, lad and his red nine, it's never coming in. Yes, it fucking is. Um, when I when I go to airsoft and I get my Yukara, which is like a airsoft license thing for you know the UK, I want to buy an airsoft variant of the red nine, which is a Mauser C ninety six, and I found a website. I found a website that does it with a wooden stock. But I can't fucking buy it because <laughs> I don't oh. have a Yukara. I can't import it. Uh, oh, we've seen we've lost Project Lemons. He has an issue with his laptop battery. Sometimes it dies a bit too quick, so he'll be back um, very very shortly, yes, hopefully. But uh, yeah, but it's it's uh, stuff like that I like seeing on, on on the Reddit, and it's it's really really awesome to see what people can do. Welcome back, my lad. Uh thanks. Uh Daily press pit in there. I believe the vehicle should not be a jigsaw puzzle, just a spark plug or radiator needed, not all the other pieces. I honestly, Daily Press, I I I think that with the way people can manipulate the economies and stuff, that is very unnecessary as vehicles mm. like helicopters really make the map incredibly small and uh makes it feel more of I, I don't know how to describe it. Um, precisely, I don't have the right word, but I think vehicles, once you have a vehicle running, it's so easy to always gas back up that um, kind of earning the vehicle is kind of its first challenge. And then after yes. that, it's not really much of a challenge after that. I mean, shouldn't obviously, crashing sucks. Uh, shouldn't tell me about the brake fluid or the motor oil. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus. Oh, I remember Christ. when you used to have, you'd have to use motor oil. I remember that. Yeah, and yeah. then they got rid of it. Thankfully. There was more stuff in the files too. There was engine belts, and there was a lot of more stuff they wanted so to do. And luckily, much, yeah. they didn't do that. But it was cool. It was pretty cool to see yeah. that stuff. It was cool. See what I like. What as I've stupid liked as it about, was. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something that I've always liked about Daisy is that whereas it's a complex game, it's simple. Like yes, when when you get a car, the yeah. hardest thing, the two hardest things is one finding a car. Secondly, building it up properly. Yeah, sure, you can really, get your wheels and you can get it. your radio. And, and obviously, <laughs> yeah, not crashing it. Um, but I don't think... I that... mean, just like with the uh, with the CFG spawnables and your Type 6 ML, you can make a car spawn with all the components and only require a spark battery if you're a server owner. Yeah, so, like, sure. these things are easily possible for people to do. Um, I just don't know if I would want the official game to do it that way. Yeah, I mean, even on console too, you can actually spawn vehicles in, have all the stuff on the on the cars, and then have extra spares spawn in the back, like in the, um, yeah. in the trunk. So, uh, Zyzen says, Zyzen, "What do you guys think yes. about the alternator being attached to the battery to require to recharge?" Uh, Zyzen, I I think batteries, the amount of stuff required for batteries default is 
perfect for right now, actually. Yeah. I think modded wise, that'd be really cool because I'm a hardcore guy, but I think default, I think they're actually really good state. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree. I, it, it would be really, really nice to... I keep, so, okay, I keep saying that, that phrase tonight. It's annoying me. Um, I'm inclined what, to agree. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, what would be interesting to see <laughs> if a mod was to come out where it was like a really in-depth car mod. Where, you know, it's a couple of, you know, little dinky cars or something like that where, you know, you've got your basics, you got you need to get your tyres and your, your radiator, your battery, but you also need a whole bunch of separate components to get the engine in full working order. I, that would be... That would be really cool for, like, the proper hardcore servers where, you know, it's it's brutal, it's, it's, um, it's unforgiving, but it's rewarding for the stuff that you do. Um, I Red Falcon, that's <clears throat> your cue. <laughs> <laughs> Get to it, my boy. Get to it. But um, but yeah, it's aerial for uh, Red Falcon. So... Does that he can have my gas fuel station limited quantity mod? <gasps> yeah, we were talking about that. That was we we'd had that talk a while ago because Dumgraw had a full mod you actually had to use generators to power gas stations so you could take gas out, which is a feature that, mm. as Zumkron know, is something that I love from Project Zomboid. And me and him could pour our hearts out to each other about that game. And there's a lot of features from Project Zomboid that I wish were in DayZ. On the other hand, it, it's stuff that, like he was saying, it's hardcore stuff. So it's it's not feasible for like the end player who may be a casual gamer. Which... um. Yeah. a lot of the people that play on the I, game so i i need to play that game a little, like a lot more to completely understand it there was one youtuber i used to watch she she would like upload 30 second clips of like oh, nurse like thank you and she, absolutely fantastic amazing oh, amazing content. amazing yeah it's, um, and it's such a good game and I, what i've noticed is a lot of people stream daisy will go between daisy and project zomboid because hmm. it is it gives off that same survival feel like it is a, a lot different like it, it what yeah. i always tell people is it feels like um runescape and daisy if they had a kid no like because <laughs> like the, the isometric old graphic style type that's, thing you know that's certainly one way to look at it yeah definitely but uh i, I don't want, i don't want to be steering too weird, uh too too yeah. far away from daisy but um yeah for sure but but might might be an interesting topic for the future. Uh, by the mm -hmm. way, hello Foxypo, hello Nixus, my boys. Hope you're keeping yourselves well and hope you're enjoying your Friday night. Um, something else. Last, that's who I was waving at, not you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> so I completely lost track of what I was going to say. Thanks. <laughs> You're moving on to the next topic. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. So, something that I want to also touch on. Now, um, I was already playing, I wasn't even showing it yet. So, uh, something that um, Half Goblin uh, showcased um, a couple of weeks ago, but kind of touched on it in the last, in the last podcast, yeah. but I, I kind of want to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, we don't have that much time left, so... We won't, uh, we won't keep you guys too much longer. Um, but it's actually quite interesting. In Project Lemons, you've took advantage of something like this before. But GeForce Now, which is an interesting and awesome invention. 
<laughs> by the way. Absolutely lovely. So what Half Goblin has done, the absolute mad lad, is he's actually been playing modded maps through GeForce Now on console. And is there a... Yes, okay, cool. And just to clear up something before anyone asks any questions, he isn't playing the games on the console version of Daisy. Yes. So he's not using some special injector that's putting the maps onto the game. <laughs> yes. He, he well, is yes. playing the PC copy of the game, so he has like the workshop integration and stuff, but he's playing the PC version of the game through his Xbox. It's pretty cool. And you can kind of tell. There we go. Oh, God, the AI, Jesus Christ. What if I told you that I'm pretty sure in those in that clip he's using a Xbox controller for that? Yeah, no, you can kind of tell he is. No, you can see it right down below. Oh, oh that's just a thing. Cool, because it allows that functionality for players who may not have a keyboard and mouse to still play the game because a lot of people who may be playing Xbox may not have a keyboard and mouse ready. Yeah. To have the controller accessibility, not just for Daisy, but for any PC game that you own on Steam, it's pretty cool. I know we were having that was I was pouring my heart out to GeForce Now last night because mm. oh, that thing is—it's great. It's got it's one of God's gifts, man. <laughs> I, I, I will say I have noticed a lot more people starting to use it these days, which is yeah, I, been around I for mean, a long time. Yeah, I, I mean, I've kind of known f about it for a long time, but I haven't really seen it take much precedent until about, what, the last month or so? Like, I'm hearing everybody's using it, and it's like, it's, it's mad, it's weird. It's like, oh, okay, this is, this is one, this is one of those things, but people are using I, it I in a really cool way. I believe the big thing way. for it. Yeah, and I believe the big thing for what caused that uh, hype and traction is they just released the um, RTX subscription tier, oh, which allows yes. you to use the 3080 as your stream oh. your stream systems. That you can play games with, like their their big selling point right now is you can play God of War with the new RTX 3080. Full, full and it, and what's cool is they're not lying either. You play with ray tracing, you play with mm -hmm. 120 FPS at 4K. Like the the stream is even 4K six or 4K 120. So you're getting all that quality off. You could be playing on a toaster. It feels <laughs> like you're playing on a real computer. And it's the RTX subscription. I think it's only about 26 to 28 dollars Canadian, right? Which is very fair, like a month to rent out one of these computers and. Like what I was saying uh, last night, you don't get to play all these games randomly. Like it's not like on Xbox where you have a um, pass where you get mm -hmm. access to hundreds of games. You do have to own the games on your Steam library. Like you will have to have a Steam account or an Epic Games account or one of those, yes. like Ubisoft. But if you own these games, you can play them beautifully. Like I was able to play Gary's Mod and Daisy on my Series X, one twenty four K stream. <laughs> and it had everything. Like it was, it was extreme graphics. Everything was maxed out on Daisy, and I it was pushing 
was it was doing better than my actual rig that I use for editing and like gaming and stuff. So I was like, <laughs> "This is it. Oh. This is where it, well, this yep. is where it's at." I, I also yep. want to just quickly post Half Goblin's TikTok. Um, so if you know, it's only fair that I showcase that kind of stuff there. Um, mm. Considering that was where the videos were from, so check out his TikTok. Uh, check out his social media platforms. He's an absolutely lovely guy, and. Yeah, he was he was a he was a really great guest, but yeah, I mean, cloud gaming is always something that's kind of interested me within like the past decade. I remember and <laughs> I remember you you um having to read gaming magazines back like before it was like in secondary school and college, and it was like this streaming service, and I was like, oh my god, this is something I want to you know I want to get into it. And then, obviously, that got shut down. But nowadays, cloud gaming, you know, playing games on demand, streaming it on your console or whatever. And now, you know, with, with the stuff like this, with the Steam Deck and stuff like that, I keep wanting to call it the Stream Deck. <laughs> Where is it going to lead to? Because right now, it's like, how is it going to get any better than this? Like, being able to just play a game wherever you want. Well, one thing that I saw recently, and this could be the new thing, is um, LG, I'm pretty sure it was LG, they released mm. a smart monitor where you don't need to own a computer, you don't need to own anything, and you just buy the monitor, and it's, and I'm pretty sure you it, it remotes a uh, pre-built PC to the monitor, that you have a fully smart monitor that you can use as a computer. So it's like an all-in-one, but there's no actual PC parts inside of it. That monitor could be an RTX 3080 the cloud. I'm not too sure how I feel about that. You know, buying this monitor and then you having to pay constantly monthly. No, I I mean I I'm not I don't I don't think it's a monthly subscription. I think oh, you just have it. That's all. Yeah, right, I don't yeah. I don't believe it follows the same model as GeForce now because that would be pretty pretty yeah, douchey be... if they made you have to <laughs> yeah, pay for it on top of already buying the monitor, fun. which will probably be a few thousand dollars on its own. But no, I believe that um, you actually it's all functionality is already built into it, so you can. Mm -hmm do your work and game and stuff without even owning the computer, which be very good for people who may not have the money to get a full PC rig or people who want to get into streaming and want and just don't have the funds for it because there are a lot of people in the community that want to stream, want to become content creators, but they just don't have the appropriate resources to make it happen. Yeah. Um, but it's, even with GeForce Now, like I was saying to you last night, lad, it, you have full stream functionality with it. So if you're a console, if you're a console player, could set up GeForce now, stream it to Twitch, have a PC stream ran through your console. Just like think about that for a second. Full, full Twitch, a full Twitch stream, and you're, tw you're it's like Inception. You're Twitch streaming PC on Xbox. I love technology. <laughs> I oh, yeah. love it. It's it's absolutely fantastic. It's Anyone really in the chat cool. right now who does have a um. Xbox or PlayStation or anyone or any type of console, and they want to try out Daisy PC. I would totally, absolutely, wholeheartedly encourage you to try out GeForce Now. It's not all paid <laughs> options. You've got free ones, but they are limited game sessions, so you may have to wait in a queue of other people to get into a PC. And you, the game sessions are limited to, I think, about five hours, which is still a lot of time if you're just wanting to get a quick game session going. Yes. Five hours is ample, ample amount for a lot of people to get a good run in. And it has Steam Cloud integration, so your your progress will all be synced with these games. So if you're playing story games, your campaign will actually be saved when you're playing them. So 
I would totally recommend it for people if they want to get into it because you can play these games at 60, 120 FPS depending on what subscription you have through a mobile phone even like we saw on our last episode. Doesn't need to be an Xbox. It could be a crappy computer. It could be your mom's. Uh, it could be your mom's phone. It could be your smart fridge. For God's sakes, like. <laughs> oh hell yes! I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be cutting something in the oven. I'm just gonna be playing Daisy on the on my Samsung smart fridge. Like that's fucking good, mate. Oh yes. Just it shows you how far technology's evolved because going back a few years, like even like 2010, I would. I didn't think something like this would be possible. Now you know. <laughs> Not a chance. Not something to this extent, at least. Obviously, exactly. like, technology was there, but it's it's just it's absolutely. There will be a and, point um, where you do, like where you won't need to have anything physical, and I mean, depending on who you are and how you how you've been raised and stuff, you may have different biases towards that. Because I know some people may not be the most supportive of having that kind of stuff or like having everything yeah, I, like, physical prefer, or digital and stuff like that. I Cause I know even for Xbox, when they did the whole um, cloud gaming and game pass, a lot of people were mad with, because they had games. They did, they wanted to keep it physical and they don't want them to switch to all this cloud gaming stuff, but it's, it's interesting to see nonetheless. It's really mm. interesting to see nonetheless, because we could get to a point where you just buy a screen, like with what LG's doing Yes. That's everything. That's your one and done media player. Your PC gaming, your streaming, your entertainment, all done through that one thing. Yes. That's it. That'll, that'll be the end thing. And oh. it'll be fun to see how that happens for sure. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. Definitely. But for now, that is all the topics, I believe, unless one of you two can correct me if I am mistaken. That's all the topics for Forge. this week. Oh, what about the leftover mod? Oh no, I'm gonna, 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 gonna get to that. Don't uh-huh. worry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, bitch, huh? <laughs> no, but... I know a beautiful, intelligent, total cruel hottie. Hell yes. <laughs> no, but I, I, it's been absolutely fantastic so far. Dump. I want to hear about your spotlights. What, what, what's something that's you want to talk about in showcase? Um. Well, showcase. Actually, you know what? I have been impressed with Project Lemons, to be honest, with all of his creativity and the things that he overcomes. You know me. I'm a big fan of the people who can break through brick walls. So the cool things about him being able to put (laughs) uh, spark plugs and radiators and batteries and car racks, Mm. some of the more intelligent things he's talked about, like instead of having to have a specific asset. He's all like, I'm going to use hunting stance to make my own wooden bridge, yes. you know, stuff like that. All of this is very ingenious. And I would tell any console owners who are like listening to this podcast, take a page from his book, Don Sibley, scale speeders, whoever you want, their ingenuity in working with the tools that they have, although very, very limited is inspirational for what you can do with your own servers. Absolutely. <laughs> And, and and what about yourself, Project Lemons? What have you got? Um, the one thing we've been talking about the past few days is the Forage, which mm-hmm. is the new event that we have coming in place for Project Lemons, yes. and it's to celebrate our new 1.24 update coming to Zagoria. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have talked a bit about this on Twitter, and I will be posting more about it soon. Mm-hmm. But with the new 1.24 update, we actually added in the feature from the old school pre-0.60 days of PC, you could forge for berries 
Um, so now it's it's a small thing. It's not it's not substantial. Yeah. But now when you go into forests and it's it's the proper bushes as well. It's not just random ones. Yeah. If you go to the bushes, you will find rosebuds and you'll find elderberries. And we've even added in uh, tangerine trees. It's another right. option as well. So forward is just a it's an event to bring light and celebrate the new update to show some of the cool stuff that's being added in because a lot for a lot of people on console these wild berries are completely new because it's never been done on console before it's only been something that's been seen on pc strictly so to have this mm -hmm. on console is going to be an amazing <clears throat> thing because it'll show what's for the future what we have planned for the future and the stuff that we want to do because I'm not trying to spoil too much about our future roadmap, but we do want to focus on stuff with our civilian stuff and like mirroring what the Daisy development team is doing as well. Uh -huh. So Zagoria is going to have a lot more civilian and resistance type stuff added in as well. So I'd say Ooh. to keep down your radar. Oh, uh, hell yes. Keep, you gotta, you, once, keep on. What's up? I was going to say, once you got like more stuff to, to, to show off, absolutely do show it off in the podcast. I'm, I would absolutely love to see what Zagoria yeah, for sure. has got going for it. Yeah, so for anybody that's interested, just to wrap it up real quick, for anybody that's interested in checking out the Forge, there's going to be more information on the Twitter, but I'd also say check out our website. It's I'm going to put it in the chat, but it's going to be at uh, plrealism.com. That will have all of your information regarding the event. The winner of the event will actually be getting some Daisy merch as well, sent to them in person. So I'd say uh, keep, your, keep your eyes on that, because we will be broadcasting the event live. Hell, so. hell yes. And... For myself, uh, I do want to showcase a mod that caught my attention, and it's it's a little small mod. It's a simple it's a simple mod, and I absolutely I've I've used it already on a server, um, and it is something that, like I said, it's small, but it's a nice little extra bit of detail. The Zen Leftovers mod. Basically what this does is that when you eat food from a, from a can or tin, or if you use any medical items like your morphine, your epinephrine, or your, your pox, your saline, stuff like that. Once you've used it, it leaves a version of it behind which shows it being empty. So it's kind of... How, how, how would you say? It's like player tracking. So you know, you, you, and... It'll automatically drop to the floor, and you can pick it up after yourself. And the mod's getting updated regularly, as as far as I'm aware. The it's nothing too fancy, as you can see here. It's intended for the hardcore roleplay servers, which you know hardcore. Uh, I am a fan of and roleplay servers. I I have a guilty pleasure, um, but not lately, <laughs> thank God. But. If you don't want, if you don't want to be tracked, you clean up after yourself. It's that simple, and that's what and that's what you do. That's it. You don't you don't want to be tracked. You look you look after your things. Clean up after yourself. Don't let it. Don't pollute Chinaris. It's rude. It's wrong. It's disgusting. Stop it. <laughs> um, Out of curiosity, with that mod, I haven't had the chance to play with it personally. But um, mm -hmm. does it work like a grenade, where after it's been used, it'll spawn in a it will have a ruined version of itself, and it will despawn eventually, or is it just a clutter object that will just be there until it hits its nominal time or not the nominal time but whatever the timer was set in the types file because there could be a few ways they did it i'm mm -hmm. interested to see to know um which one if you have experience with it 
Um, so in my experience, objects can stay around for a long time. The way that it works is that, say, you know, you you have a can of beans. You eat your beans um, completely. You drop the can, it'll replace the bean texture with a blank texture, so it looks empty, right? You know, it's it's limited for what you can do in that part without having to create a completely brand new model. Um, and it just stays there. It stays there until it's ever picked up, but I think they'll eventually despawn. But you can, you can configure it, and you can repack the mod. The person has given permission, Ooh. if you wish to repack the mod, you just have to give credit. Well, sorry, you don't have to give credit, but it's probably a good idea too. You should. You should. Yeah. You absolutely should. And you can get the source code for the mod in his GitHub as well. So if you really want That's to configure awesome. it, you can go for it. I can actually say one cool thing about this mod. Mm. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if Vlad experienced this yet, but if you scroll down a little bit, it says that honey jars and the jam jars can hold 25% of what wa water bottles can so when you eat those, you can fill those up with water, like we always talk about doing mm -hmm. with, you know, you know, empty yeah. can. It's great. It's absolutely. It's oh, like interesting. Little, so you could actually use them as um, you can actually use them to hold stuff. Yeah, well, hold water, huh. but it's it's yeah. nice little details like that. You got you got to love you got to love the ingen ingenuity from people in the community. Um, it's it's really cool. It's really really cool. And I want to give out a couple, well, one main um, shout out for before we finish is Mass has launched his own server with the help from Spearhead, which was, well, is a Milsim community. Um, from the help of a few different people, Mass has decided to come back into the modern community. He's been uh, getting help from a lot of people in the community to help update his mod and he's launched his own server um, uh, for Spearhead and the population is doing really really good, all things considered it's doing really really nice and it's actually the server that I've used that Zen Leftovers uh, mod and I would recommend people go in, try it out give it a shot, see how it goes um, and share, share the love because as we all know, Mass did leave the community for a while, and it was, you know, it was, it was very, it was very hard to see. You know, it's, it's not nice to see some OG people leaving the community, but he's come back. He's come back with a vengeance. He's like fucking, mm, he's making some good shit. So check it out. Go for it. Spearhead, and uh, leave him some feedback. It's mean about feedback. <laughs> um, no, but it's been an absolute pleasure having you guys on. I really, really do appreciate it. Dump, thank you so much for filling in for Archie. I really, really do appreciate all the help, and you've been absolutely lovely talking to and um, with with all the topics. It's been really, really cool. And Project Lemons, thank you very much for coming along, mate, as well. I really do appreciate it, and couldn't do this without you guys. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, and I am. <laughs> I feel much better now. <laughs> the nerves are gone. But thank you very much for coming along to the podcast, guys. I really do appreciate it. Much love to the both of you. And I'll catch you guys next weekend. Adios. Take care of yourselves, lads. Much love See. to you.
And that's it, guys. That's, uh... That was nerve-wracking. <laughs> it's been absolutely lovely having everybody on, coming along. I really, really do appreciate it. I keep saying that. I was very, very nervous coming on, taking over for Boydie. He's, you know, absolute massive inspiration for the community, massive inspiration for me. And without everything that he's contributed for the past few years, this wouldn't have been possible. And I do hope that you guys keep me on the line. If I make any mistakes, I want you to, I, I would love for you guys to, to, to keep me in check. If you have any feedback about the podcast, please do let me know in the main chat in the Discord. I'm always um, open for criticisms, any feedback, everything like that. I would love for you to to talk to me about it. And um, again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming along and and listening. We will be back same time next weekend. Um, well, same time next Friday, I should say. And uh, we'll have more topics to talk about. Hopefully we'll have a guest on. Uh, but we will keep you guys updated. I'm going to try and see if we can get the Twitch and YouTube multi-stream working. If not, YouTube may be the main place. Um, but if you guys feel like, you know, Twitch is much better, again, feedback in the Discord. That will be absolutely lovely. Um, I don't know how to raid anybody on YouTube if that's even possible. So unfortunately we can't do that. But again, thank you so much, everybody, for coming along. Much love to you all, and I hope you have an absolutely fantastic weekend. Take care yourselves. Much love to you. Take care.